The intermediate line advises a language and concept warning for the entire show. G'day jet skiers, Josh from Gladdy here, and welcome to Australia's only dedicated Tenkara fishing podcast with your hosts, Chris and Voltsy. So if you've got an hour and a half to waste and you're bored, nothing on Netflix, eh, stick around, have a listen. Enjoy. This episode of The Intermediate Line is brought to you by Manic Tackle Project, the only company who knows fly fishing as well as you do. And Beast Brushes, Australian-made brushes and dubbing, professionally graded natural materials, plus a full shop for all of your fly tying needs at beastbrushes.com. Do you want to uh, introduce the show this week, mate? Yeah. Garrick, we'll go for it. Knoth. Okay, let me know when we're on. Uh, you're on, buddy. So, listeners, welcome back to the Intermediate Line with your hosts, Voltsy and Chris. How are you guys? How are you, how are you going, dude? <laughs> we're doing fine, thanks. Chris and multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are having a great night. It's fantastic. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for asking us. Yeah, same <clears> except for same. me. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, big week, eh? Big week, mate. How, how's lock pe- lockdown been going for you, mate? Ah, it's been a really good time of uh, getting connected with the family. <laughs> Homeschooling, yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. yeah. What's that, sorry? But school leave, did you say? Homeschooling, yeah. Homeschool. You've been doing some homeschooling, have you? Yeah, mate, yeah. I've been, been schooling everyone here at home. Yeah, yeah okay, yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I just like it's, it's pretty, it's a bit, it's, two kids, uh, a dog, missus. Um, sometimes you, you, you miss being out on the road, for sure. Fuck. So, yeah, so you're not working at the moment because of lockdown? Correct. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, well, we're just, yeah, this, this particular, I'm working from home is more the technical word yeah. for it. Um, and that is very challenging because there's still the same amount of workloads, just in a different form. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and the kids running around making shit hard. Lots of fights. Mm. Yeah. What's the what's your favourite way to, to spend time in lockdown when you got time off work? Well, I'd say there's a favourite man. I've got, I've got to be working. Um, I thought I'd any have hacks or anything. Nah, nah. I, the other day I gave um, before it got windy. I gave the kids a put them out in the backyard and turned on the garden hose and let them go at it for a bit. That was funny. God yeah. damn it, that's Aussie as. You go, kids, play with the hose. Oh yeah, yeah. In winter too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It was it was one of that one of those really warm days. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, but the Savo sort of wind got up and yeah, it's a bit chilly. Actually, that was all day today. So yeah. Yeah. What about anything fly fishing related? <laughs> you got any plans to do anything fly fishing related in, during lockdown? Uh, if there's spare time, yeah, I'm going to tie some flies. Um, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've still got still got the uh, flat wing bug, mm-hmm. um, and I do want the delta strain of the flat wing bug. <laughs> by the time i get around it'll probably be the lambda strain mate you know the, the next one down yep but um yeah and uh probably um after seeing the shrimp beast i've got a few ideas for uh for a 3d style um you know adapting that into into a, a pattern um that i like to use for tusk fish yeah so right okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. do you want to talk about that or you're thinking of making a new um how old would it be? A VTGD, no? <laughs> no, no, I'll talk about it. Um, So I really like the the way that it can form, um, the tying method, you know, can form a uh, 3D style shape. And, um, and yeah, it's, um, uh, I have a, there's a particular colour I like, dark brown. Um, and this, by no means, I didn't discover it, but, um, it's been it's been a killer, but I like the idea of just throwing throwing a few three um, D style um, you know crab crab carapaces together with some legs and just see how it goes, man. Yeah. Right. Okay. So do you like the uh, do you like the whole technique, like the stacking over the 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 um, dubbing and all that sort of stuff, or are you just going to leave the bottom of the shank bare like a like a sand flea? Well, that's an interesting question. Because if it's fish, if it's right, weighted correctly and fished right, the fish probably won't get that much of a look at the bottom. But you know, um, retail is detail, so they say. And I just want to have it loaded up with you know as many uh, good bits as possible. So I'll, I'll definitely throw the dubbing in the bottom. I just haven't made up my mind what colour and form that dubbing would take. Um, mm-hmm. I like um, you know a lot of those shrimp dubs, but a lot of the commercial ones have have a little bit of flash in it and um i'm strictly i'd say strictly i'd say 95 percent no flash you know maybe 100 percent. maybe maybe i'm strict who am i kidding you know no flash in my flats flies or well, you know my, my tuskies and permit flies that's for sure i don't know yeah. if you know this but one of our sponsors is uh, an australian manufacturer of um dubbings there Volsi, and um i can vouch for one of them being uh having no flash in there but you know the the shrimp beast you know the idea behind that uh, that concept, another restrained concept, by the way, uh, was to have that movement at rest as well. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no doubt about it. Like you you look at uh, shrimp in fish tanks and things like that, they they might sit still from the top. The carapace is all sitting completely still, but underneath them, a lot of shit going on, a lot of movement. It could be it could be enough for a keen-eyed fish to look at it and go, "Yep, that's that's alive." Yeah. That that bit of movement can attract them. I've got no doubt. You know, mm. I, I I love, uh, for example, on 
on the crabs. I love having a, a small tuft of marabou there for that reason, you know. Marabou is always working. It's a really busy material. Um, even when the crab's at, at rest, it's sort of doing a little little movement, um, reacting to the water currents or whatever. It's it, it's really cool for that. Yeah. Mm. Hey, well, let me ask you this then. What's mm. something embarrassing you might say on a podcast that you wish you hadn't? There's been many things that um, I wish I hadn't said. No, like, no, no. What's something? No, no. Not something you have said. What's something you would say on a podcast that eventually you'd regret saying? It's like a story, but something you've done, something like that. You know, is there just something juicy that you can you can tell us? I mean, I mean, what are we? 104 episodes in. Let's learn something. Oh, come on, mate. He's got you hesitating. There's got to be something. Just say what's the first thing on your mind. The truth will set you free. Set you free, Volts. Let's hear it. Um, almost pissed on an electric fence once. It was one of those ones that didn't have the, um, didn't have the, um, like it was, like it, it, the, the, the voltage would, would surge through it, you know, every few seconds rather than mm. being constantly electrified. So mm-hmm. I walked up to this fence and there's a sticker on it saying, or oh, you know, there's a little sign, you know, electric fence, that'd be dickhead or whatever. So I've sort of like gone, mm, I'll just, you know, I know these things aren't always on or whatever reason. There weren't any cows in the paddock, maybe the, Maybe the farmer didn't want to, you know, save save some money on electricity, whatever. I don't know, but just went and touched it for a second. Nah, mate, that's that's dead. Anyway, um, and for some reason, something stopped me uh, from from pulling. stage fright. Yeah, well, yeah, and I I decided no, I'll climb over the fence and keep going. Anyway, put both hands on the uh, on the fence, and then boom, through comes the voltage, and um, at that point in time, I had both hands and. And uh, yeah, it was sort of uh, electrifying, but yeah, it mm-hmm. could, could have been a disaster. I don't know what mm-hmm. happens when you piss on a fence, electric fence, but you know, I don't, I don't want to find out. I've heard horror stories, but I don't you know. You grow a second dick, I believe. <laughs> well, there's that. What about you? Is there anything uh, embarrassing that you uh, you would say on a podcast? Or Probably. We can learn about me on another podcast, but I just want to know, do you have any um, plans for new gear in the future as well? New gear, yeah. Uh, like you got any idea, any um, reels or clothing or you know rods lined up or lines or you know like walking canes or anything like that. <laughs> uh, pretty well stocked at the moment. Maybe uh, maybe a new electric in the future. Um, yeah, nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, might might go to an eighty pound uh, Tarova. Yeah. Um, are, are you gonna have a handle on it this time as well? Or? No, Tarovas don't have a handle on it, man. Oh, so, don't they? Yeah, yeah. something. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to, to Troy at Min Repairs about, you know, what's good at the moment. And, um, yeah, he was uh, he was telling me about that. Yeah, it's all good. Plug him a bit, mate. Who, who are we talking about? I'd, I'd like to, like, you know, not like Lance over because Troy's a nice bloke. So where where's this dude at? <laughs> Troy at uh, Min Repairs. He's uh, He repairs Min Coders, funnily. And you wouldn't guess that from the name of the business. Um, <clears throat> Unless he repairs Min Mins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, lights, but you know, like sometimes the globe goes about, Yeah, it's funny you should talk about plugging him because he was telling me about these new um, Min Coda huh. waterproof plugs. Um, yeah, they're not they, new. I, I got one. Yeah, right. Cool. How, not how, a, I don't have it on the boat. He gave me one about, I don't know, Jesus, it was like a bit close to a year ago now. I haven't put it on yet. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah, so. They're good though, right? They look good. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was telling me all about them. Um, so for people running Andersons, they're probably... They sound like a 
you know, a superior look sounding thing, but you know, the proof's in the pudding. I'm pretty keen to get some and have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anderson's can fail. This thing looks pretty fail proof. A lot neater too. That, the thing that appealed to me when I grabbed one off Troy was that it um it looked tangle free as well. Tangle free. Yeah, like it's a flush mount. Ah, like, yeah. Yep, gotcha. You know, yeah. I, I get my, my fly line wraps around the endo plug quite a bit on my boat. It's annoying. Although it's a, it's a short um, cable that, that comes out. I cut the uh, cable down. It comes out of the motor. So I've only got about six inches there or something like that. But it's enough <laughs> for the line to catch around every now and then. Yeah. It's six. annoying. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. That that'll be, um, that'll be frustrating, you know, yeah. even, even given its length. Um, so what do you got? Some new tackle coming, mate, or what? Yeah, maybe. But we can learn about that later. But I'd be interested to know um, what, el- what else do you do besides fly fishing? You got any special skills? Uh, social chameleon. Social chameleon, you say? Is yeah, that like, yeah. a, like a, what, do you, what? Explain what that means. Future politician. Yeah. Um, Seriously, you got an interest in politics, have you? And, uh, and. Must have. You just glanced over that one. Dentistry, yeah. Yeah, so that's something I've really given a lot of thought to in the future. Because, you know, your patients can't talk back to you. It's great. Is that yeah. for real? You're, you're planning on becoming a dentist one day? Yeah, Dr. Volta has a nice, Dr. Voltsy has a nice ring to it, yeah. Don't you think it would put patients off with sensitive teeth? Like, you know, Dr. Voltsy, you'd feel like, you know, like a jolt of electricity when you eat ice cream or something? Yeah, that hypersensitivity. Have you tried Sensodyne toothpaste? Oh, wow, you do have this hobby. This is, this is yeah. incredible. Try Sensodyne. Have you tried Sensodyne toothpaste? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Have you? Have you tried toothpaste? Yes, I have. Thanks. But, um, <laughs> right. Okay. So this is true. This is your this is your um, special skill set is is dentistry. Yeah. It's gonna. Have, yeah. It's, it's the end game, mate. For me. Yeah. And, and have you practiced like done any hobby dentistry on like you know dead animals or anything like that? I mean, I'm gonna imagine. No. You know, it'd no. be a, a plethora of roadkill between you know jobs for you. So I mean. <laughs> you ever find yourself pulling over and you've got like a little tarp kit that you set no, up and no, no? no I, haven't, I haven't indulged that plethora yet but the um yeah no i sometimes sometimes look at my own dog's teeth you know hold his mouth open he, he needs a bit of a clean right now i've given him a quote for that it's ridiculous but you know he mm. doesn't accept it yet yeah 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 so as a hobbyist what do you use for gas ah uh, look i'm not licensed to use any gas um, so, you know, once, once again, it's hard to say. Yeah. Just a mallet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty old school, mate. That's 1920 style. I couldn't Follow imagine doing a mallet. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that to my dog, man. Ah, get over it, mate. Dogs are very forgiving. They, they, they say, they say they have the short lives because they, um, they, it doesn't take them so long to learn how to love, mate. So, you know, I'm sure that Chewy will forgive you. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a funny name for an aspiring dentist to give their dog the name Chewy too. I think there's a little bit of a, uh, like a little bit of anal- analytic, um, you know, interest there. I think chewing's a, a very important behaviour for dogs. It it uh, helps with their uh, stress relief. It's a natural behaviour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how they clean their teeth. It's um, mm-hmm. how they exercise their, their gums and their jaws. Uh, prevents gingivitis and. Uh, yeah, it's it's a legit thing, man. It's uh, it's good for their well being and uh, and their psychology as well. Yeah, right. Okay. You got a dog? Um, no, I don't, mate. What's your love life like? You got a girlfriend? Sorry, what's blood life? What's, like? your, what's your love life like? Oh. Have you got a girlfriend? Everyone knows I'm married. Oh, you're married. Yeah, right. Okay. 
So, um, no, they don't. We didn't mention this in the hundred of the show, mate. Really? I'm pretty I don't sure think my so, wife's no. come in on a lot of these episodes. And No, well, we know you're going to dog. I mean, some people could be confused. You say, here comes cat. You know, you could have just, you know, you name your dog after a natural action. Like, you could have a cat called cat. You know, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, look, um, no, nah, she's, she's definitely a woman. Yep. Yeah. Real? Yeah. A live one, yeah. Yep. <laughs> You've met yep. her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm look, man. I guess it's just you know this is the the pre-show to interviewing someone else, and I just thought there's probably a lot of people that don't know Volti like I know Volti, and I thought to myself, you know, what, it'd be good tonight. Um, What's that? Just just getting to know Volti, the aspiring dentist, <laughs> the Rick Moranis of um of fly fishing. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I can't remember what that movie is where he plays the dentist, but uh, you know, I just think of you every time I see that movie. <laughs> well, you well what? Yeah. yeah, well, that's, uh, that's interesting, mate. That um, does, does, does um, does your wife fish as well? Uh, occasionally, yeah. She she's been out on the boat for a while. Actually, this year she went out once. Previous to that, it was probably about an eight year gap. Um, and and when, actually, when we bought the boat, I had to get a boat with a like a bimini top and all these sort of like family features, and they've slowly all disappeared. You know, like. Bench seats, uh, bitch pit up the front, um, all that's gone. Yeah, um, bitch pit's a single man's boat accessory, right? Yeah, yeah, now got yeah. a full deck we can fish off. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let me ask you this, though, before we uh, get into who we're interviewing tonight. Um, mm-hmm. If you could fish with anyone in the world, it was dead or alive, just fictitious or whatever, who would that be and why? This is a really, really tough question. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't want you to limit it to actual people who are let love with that. I mean, go. To, I mean, you could tell me you want to fish with the Hulk for all I care, but I want to know why. Uh, do I get to choose the location or just the person? Uh, go for it, mate. You can set your own parameters within that question. Whew. Uh, look, I, I can't limit myself to one, so I'm going to give myself a top five, all right? No. Uh, no, I want one. Oh, man, that's so rough. Um all Don't right. worry about people's feelings, mate. You know, pick someone dead if you want to, you know, worry about feelings. Oh, come on. Let me have three. Come no, on. one. No, not one. No. Hey, wait, 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 mate, mate, come on. Relax. It's okay. You know, like you're not getting scored out of 10 here. Just, just, just come, say the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, Dan Bilzerian on his yep. super yacht in the Mediterranean. Oh, nice. And, and why? <laughs> Oh, so that's Mediterranean bluefin tuna that are busting through the surface right now. Right, and is yeah. is is it because and is Dan uh, an avid fisherman or uh, got just nice got boat. a nice yeah. boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, you're you're aware of the uh, marine conditions in the Mediterranean to need such a vessel for fishing, or is it a bit overkill? <laughs> uh, it can blow up. It's like Morton Bay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you need? That- uh, do, you, do, you, do you need like a, what? What level of coxswain do you, would you need to be on Dan Bazilian's Bilzerian's boat? Oh. Like a, yeah. I don't know. It's a big boat. Yeah. Really good boat. Yeah. Yep. And um, like it's it's interesting you should pick that boat. Uh, you know, like uh, I wonder if um, you know the flotation on there. You know, like um, some people use uh, synthetic flotation. Some people will have na- natural flotation, you know, like qua, like um, you know, like a byproduct of uh, coconut um, bark, things like Did that. Did you say qua? Qua, yep. Qua. 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 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Qua. Say qua. Like qua. Qua la. Qua la. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when um, there's a lot of it, it's far qua. And, uh, <laughs> and some people like who have got fortunes in qua, their last name is far qua because they got a lot of it. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> When you said Farquhar, I started thinking of Seychelles, and I, I pulled back the Dan Bilzerian thing. I fish mm. with. I'd love if I'd love to fish the Seychelles with. I don't know. Choose someone, Jarko Lucas. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that's more realistic. And know? why is that? Oh, just so many cool fish to be caught cool there. Apparently, you know. Yeah. Yeah, big yeah. GT on the flats, bumpies. So you you just know? like you just like Jarko to be there. Well, That's you, all. you put the caveat on um, on if you could fish with one person, then yeah, know. I know. But is it is it something about Yako's like um, personality or anything like that? Like, you think it'd be fun to fish with like that, or is just you just like um, going because of his local knowledge? Yeah, his experienced guide for the area. That's what you want to do, man. You want to yeah. go somewhere and catch some fish. If that's what it's about for you, then you you get the best the best dude there, and you and you get um, you know you get. Uh, you skill up, you level up on what you need to do, mate. Just like uh, I know someone who's heading up north soon. And yeah, you want to talk Speak, about that? Speaking of level up, like um, tonight's guest is um, is is a pretty good, pretty good uh, guest, an, an Aussie legend who we've had on before. And those who have uh, you know who are listening to this podcast after the release will have already seen the uh, marketing for the show and know that we have uh, his honourable Pip Clement coming on tonight. The very honourable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If there was going to be a um, an award for uh, best and fairest in fly fishing over the years, it'd be Pip. You know, Pip's a true gentleman of the sport. He's been around, done done as much, if not more, than than most people. Mm. I think a lot of what a lot of stuff that he's done is goes so far under the radar. It's not not funny. Yeah. But the thing I like about Pip is that uh, for someone so experienced, um, you know, you really have to delve so uh, right into what Pip does if you want to learn about Pip. He's not. He's not outward in uh, in self promotion, but what Pip does in the background uh, relentlessly is he fosters the future of the sport. You know, he, he he talks to people that are showing promise and gives direction, and you know, no matter not even just with fly fishing, but I know that he does that. He works in the tackle industry. He does that with with fishermen all all around. You know, like the guy gives so much in that respect and just goes so far on the radar. But tonight. It's not a not a this is your life show. If you want to learn more about Pip and where he comes from, I don't know what episode it is, but go, it was two years ago. In fact, it was, it was October 2019 when we last interviewed him, Ooh. and uh, so it was a long time ago. Um, go back and listen to that show if you like. It's a you know it's a good show. Pip's a great dude, and I think you'd get a lot out of it to learn a little bit about the man we're going to talk about talk to tonight in regards to just. Well, we don't know we're going to talk to him about it. We probably won't ask him who he'd fish with and why, um, or if he has any special skills. But uh, now that we know that about you, we could probably get onto a realistic interview. Oh, Not that it wasn't realistic. It's a valid question to ask any guest. You know, if you could fish with one person anywhere and why, who would it be? Yeah, you know? it's a good one. i got one more question before we go. Okay. What scares you? Uh, nuclear war, tarantulas. Mm, lovely. Yep. Yeah. What else? Tarantulas. Nuclear war, tarantulas. And of all things, monkeys. I fucking hate monkeys, eh? Really? They scare the piss out of me, yeah. Oh, wow. What is it about them? Like, is it, is it that uncanny valley 
um, way of thinking with them? Like they're so close to being humans that they're repulsive? Uh, no, no, no. It's just because they're savage, mate. And they're so mobile, um, hard to hit. And um, yeah, they just... <laughs> You mean on a moped or over the cricket bat? Ah, oh, just, just in general. It's Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're, they're fast as fuck. You know, they're, they're indefendable. They'll, they'll find a way. Do you yeah. wish them ill or you just, just want to avoid uh, them? I'm not the kind of guy who wishes anything ill, mate. I just sort like, of... Would, would, you put, would you put poison in a banana and give it to them at a tight no, temple? I don't want them near me. That's right, yeah. right. I don't, yeah. I don't need to kill them. Mm. I just don't want them near me. Go is on, it, yeah. Is it because you, you know, like you're worried they might see your human pelt and, and latch themselves <laughs> onto you, start, start picking through your back, you know, or something like that? Does it, does it worry that you might... Yeah, you know, uh, familiarise with them a little bit too much if given the opportunity. No, oh look, that that's very unappealing. The thought of that, but mm -hmm. I, I just don't want them near me. That's all. I just don't mm. want them in any form. No, that's fair. I don't feel like entrusting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was surprised at um at that man. I I honestly thought that you would answer there. One thing that frightens me is getting up in the morning and seeing no milk in the fridge. You know, that's what I figured was going to be. But no, nah. you you like your Nutrigrain, don't you? No, I drink black coffee and eat bananas for breakfast, man. That's I don't need huh. milk. Yeah, it's probably saying a lot about your personality, right there. You're probably very high in potassium. Right, I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you eat, do you eat tomatoes? Uh, did today had one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you? No, I don't. Yeah, right. They taste disgusting. Tomatoes. Yeah, I hate them. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Tomato is very high in a compound called lycopene. And, yep. um, it's actually, it's about, actually, sorry, you're right. You know about lycopene? Tell me about it. Well, it's, uh, are you talking in regards to men's health there? Yeah. 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 Did you know that, um, processed tomatoes are even higher again in that, uh, in that compound? And, uh, and things like tomato sauce are even better for a men's prostate than, um, than tomatoes themselves. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm fucking relieved to. Relieved to hear that because I love tomato sauce. Yeah, me too. But they're, they're, they're my anti-monkey. You know, like if I hate monkeys, <laughs> on the opposite end of my continuum of of love and hate would be uh, tomato sauce. So yeah, monkeys are a zero. Tomato sauce is a ten. Yeah. You ever tried tomato sauce on lettuce before? No. What's that taste like? Pretty nice. Really? You know, it's even nicer. Like a Vegemite cheese and lettuce sandwich with tomato sauce on it. Not trying ever. I'm not falling for that. I couldn't even imagine you eating that. Oh, mate, one day I will show you and unlock the treasures of the world. <laughs> All right, let's get back on. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Right. Relax, monkey boy. Put your darts down, buddy. Let's get cracking. I've got, eight, I've got eight rolled in front of me. Yeah, sweet. Welcome back to the podcast, Listeners. Now, are you ready for this? We have got with us tonight the Honourable Pip Clement. How are uh, you, Pip? Hey, g'day, folks. How you doing? Good, thanks. Well, I'll answer back for them, but um, yeah, I'm sure they're doing well. Sorry? There you go, mate. Big, long, skinny thing, yeah? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> 
<laughs> what do you call him? Big long skinny finger. Thing. Finger. Oh. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Finger six, or thing. six foot four and probably sixty five kilos this week. Of yeah. pelt. Yeah. yeah. How many, how, many toes, how many toes you got actually got, mate? How many toes? Yeah. Uh, oh, just 10. I think. Just your average primate, 10 each foot. Yeah. Yeah. How many oh, you got? Uh, it's, oh, shit. I don't know. I chopped one off the other day with a shovel. So I've got nine. nine. So how, how are you boys doing anyway? Doing good, Pip. And, uh, mate, I really appreciate you making the time because um, it's been – Nearly two years since the last time we spoke to you. We said in the intro, go and listen to Pip. If you want to learn about Pip, uh, go and listen to the other show because you're not going to learn anything new about him this time. We're just going to hear his thoughts and criticisms on the world. Oh, yeah, no, no, no more. This is your life sort of stuff. No, we've done This Is Your Life. You know, this is the world according to Pip. All right. Oh, world according to Garp. Well, what do you want yeah. to know? Ask me a question or something. I'm going to ask you a question, mate. What the hell have you been smoking with your flies, mate? Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, that's that's been um, it's been actually been a lot of fun. Yeah, you um, can tell. I really, 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 I really enjoy it. Um, that's just well, one thing is the fact that I've got some some good gear to do it with, not like actual materials to tie a hook, not the other gear. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be quick, folks. Yeah, and um, no, it's just well, bugger it, just give it a give it a twelve. And I, I'm, I'm sort of with all the COVID, the lock lockety downy sort of stuff. You're sitting there, there's only so many weeds you can pull and bloody plates you can clean and all that sort of stuff. So I started to use all those sort of skills that I've had. And I'll develop them every time. Every single one of those critters I make, I sort of learn something new um, and how to use natural materials to do stuff. Because we get all, well, not all of us, but, you know, Dahlbergs and Poppers and all that sort of stuff, they're good. But making those things actually helps you make them better. Yeah. Um, And I don't know, I think it's just a little bit of that weird, artistic bent that some of us have that you just think oh maybe i could make that and then dudes dudes come out with um with requests like i think i was i was talking to someone the other day and i said i just cannot believe i've just been asked to make a whale a what like, who would ever a whale you know you'll see that instagram yeah yeah he had a um yeah. he had a humpback whale with a spout coming out like some no it's not a humpback mate it's a sperm whale Whale, mate. God, man, get to know your whales, mate. I feel bad now. I feel really embarrassed for disrespecting Pip's sperm. Yeah, sorry. The observant angler is a successful angler. Always remember that. Remember that, Volts. Write it down. Write it down. I hope you take a note. Take a moment. This is Sorry, mate. I've just yep. I scribbled it down. Sperm whale. Okay. Nah, and that's and that's just stuff. I, I love it. I could obviously make them a whole lot better if I took my time. And I know that. And the other side of it too is. Hey, hang on a minute. Are you saying that you produce sperm whales too quick? <laughs> you just said in that you'd be better days, if you took it. In my younger days, I might have been um, accused of that. <laughs> <laughs> but not now, mate. I'm over fifty. You know, I'm getting a bit slack. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I understand, mate. It mm-hmm. takes a little bit longer these days to produce those sperm whale flies, right? Mm. Yeah. Nah, that's it. Nah, Jeez. but what it is, is, is I like making them. I know, I know there's dudes out there, I know there's guys going, oh, look at this stupid chip, oh, that's stupid. Well, go and have a go and get stuck into it because it's, a, it's sort of a, using natural materials is, is shitloads of fun, but it's dying. I sort of get a little whole. I get really sick of Lego build Lego fly tires. Mm. Yeah. Here you go. Here I have a set of legs. Mm. I have a hook. <laughs> I have a head and a needle. I shall now <laughs> insert the um the wings into this here fly, and uh, and now they're fly tires. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing. I eh? like. I, I was saying on the intro that um. Uh, like you know, I don't mean to embarrass you by saying this, Pip, but like you know, you you you're you're um yeah, you're someone to look up to in in the fly fly fishing, fly tying, anything to do with fly industry, really, and and fishing, full stop. But the thing, one of the things that sets you apart, given your experience, is the fact that you'll foster growth from people that uh, are getting into the sport or showing interest in the sport or even um, developing interest in the sport. You know, so this this um like you just mentioned there before the um the art of deer hair dying and you you wanting to inspire people to get into it is uh is is sorry just give it a go yeah just fucking give it a go mate that's that's the mo- that's we should make a t-shirt that says that we, and hashtag follow the beef on the back follow the beef stay follow aggressive the, give it a go follow the give beef. it a fucking go what's that follow the beef shit about what's that about uh, follow the beef is long, uh, kind of along the same way. I guess you could say I've never th- thought of it like this, but it, I guess it is kind of along the same way of um, fostering growth in the sport, I suppose. And that is um, sticking to or re- researching results. I guess you could say more than anything else, and learning about, um, I guess, encouraging encouraging people to well follow the beef means following uh, looking looking for the results that you're after in someone else. Look at that stuff that works and that's proven. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's God what I've that's what I've done my entire life is is I've worked in the as you I don't know you might might not do I've I've worked in the tackle gig for most of my life. Let's not assume anything. Always, Just tell us about hey? it. Let's not assume it. Like well, the listeners probably don't know that. Oh well, I have done. I've bloody since I was about eighteen. I'm yep. sort of fifty odd now. And what I've always done, I was, I was taught by some pretty smart cookies in the whole gig back way back then in the, in the say the 80s and that um and i just if i don't know mm. you've got to admit it if you don't know you don't, don't bullshit because you'll mm. get caught out yeah um you just go all right well i don't know but i will find out for you from who does know so what i used to always do is just go to the dudes that were doing either for a, like the, the manufacturing really good shit or they're using probably using the the guys that have actually actually done stuff are the ones to talk to mm. where they they can say no nah, no nah, watch this the, this this will do this and that'll do that like the bail roller on that reel is no good if you don't maintain it or bloody these hooks bend or all that sort of stuff so you got to chase as you say chase the beef follow chase, the beef chase, follow the beef follow because, the truth yeah because on one side you'll have people that are Telling you about it because it's their job and it's in their financial oh, okay. interest to um to move them, 
And on the other hand, if you follow the beef, you've got people that have got no financial interest in it and are just showing you the results based on what you want to do. And, you know, they're the ones who are going to tell you about that bail arm, like you're saying there, whether it's going to, whether it's shit, good, um, you know, needs, need to tweak, or you've got to be mindful of this. But that's, that's where you're, that's where uh, that information shared of, of um, I guess it's, it's not so much people got to share the information, it's the people who are receiving got to be uh, vigilant in where they, where they receive the information from or where they believe it from, I guess. Oh, and they've got to be open to, to, to consider it all. Yep, um, absolutely. It's, it's, it's really, really important. And but the thing that sort of bugs me a whole heap of it is just the lack of honesty in a lot of things. Mm. I told a dude, I, I cost myself a couple of sales today by telling a guy, oh, no, this, this might do that. Like the tail of this thing's going to fall off when you cast it leaves. <clears throat> but this one won't. I've still got to sell stuff, but um, shit, at least that customer's going to walk off and be happy. But the next customer will come in, won't listen to you, and he'll buy it, and off he goes. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that that's called staying in your lane, isn't it? Really, you know, it's um, you ain't talking well, about stuff that you know about. Well, and you just you just be honest. Yeah, okay, you just be honest, nor mm. egotistical. I know there is a lot of you know financial stuff going on nowadays with brand ambassadors and stuff. I've never really, I I buy all my stuff off you, Chris, but I don't. All you ever get, if I remember, it was just a fucking hashtag. Oh. Mate, yeah, and it's um, look, I mean, I don't think any, I don't think anyone. Well, I, don't know if, I don't know if anyone's getting stuff for dead set free and fly, fly fishing these days, you know. But um, oh, pretty cut cutthroat industry. But gone. sorry, those days are well and truly gone. I think. Yeah. Well, if they if they're not, um, my name's Pip Clement, and if you want to send me any free <laughs> shit, just feel free to. I'm more than happy to tie stuff. Um, yeah, comment of money, that's no dramas at all. Nah, I'd never do that, never have done. No. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think, work. I mean, fuck. The bottom line with it is it's got to work. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And for those who, uh, and that's where, you know, that's what we're sort of saying with that, like for those who are um, observing or trying to learn, you know, like just... Just look for the results. That's, I mean, that's the only reason we do it, really. If your results, if you, the results you want is a pretty photo on Instagram and a million likes, well, then there's plenty of people you can follow for that as well. If you want the results on water, there's people you can do for that as well. I'm not here to tell you how to party, one's right or wrong, or one or the other. That's sort of, um, that's sort of what we're trying to do with this. Um, well, we're not trying. It's not a campaign. Follow the beef just sort of started out of the blue a little bit, really. <laughs> it did, yeah. yeah. It was, just, well, well, yeah. well, to crawl out of that out of that rabbit hole, back into the other and come back out the other side of, of why are they tying all these crazy blooming flies? Yep. I think it's just just bloody fun. And like I say, it's the weirdest. It's it's weird. It's trying to stimulate dudes to have a lash at just different stuff. I reckon, I don't know, Chris, if you want to try this, but maybe we could do a, or you could do a, a thing of show us your weirdness. Make a whatever. <laughs> Shows you freak. You know? <laughs> Get your yeah, freak on. I've, I've no, it really... Because there's there's a lot of stuff that you'll see in, in fly fishing. I've seen it so much. Or yes, we'll come to the, the free fly rod day. And most blokes will sit back there twiddling their thumbs thumbs because they're too intimidated to have a cast. Yeah. Criticised. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you can do stuff without, you know, have an instant, oh, look at this dickhead. Have a go. Make yeah. some crazy stuff. I, 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 I don't know. Pick a, a 
subject and go, right, hey, let's do your maddest fish. And I think, um, I don't know, I got a lot of stuff off Pat Cohen. I saw that yeah. and I thought, shit, I could do that. That's that's right up my alley because I'm a bit of a weirdo, arty-farty sort of a person. Yeah. Um, let's give that a track go. But you need the materials to do so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Pip, that's a really interesting point you bring up there. And, you know, pe- people having a go, like with social media, it's really, it's, it's hard to hide these days. And, and and by that, I mean, it's also intimidating for people who um, who don't want to be looked down upon or perhaps are, are afraid of being judged. And, um, you know, I, I think the... I think we've all got to be a little bit more positive and inclusive, like just to make, to, in, to get, uh, more, you know, and, sorry, no, mate. Going, you're, you're, you're right on the, right on the money because I'm big on inclusivity. I love, I love just, yeah. foods. one of my biggest lines that I use in the tackle shop, like I don't sell tons and tons of fly fish and stuff. I fly fish. Yeah. And people know I do, but I don't sell tons of it. Yep. My biggest thing is I don't give a flyer what you use as long yep. as you're having fun. Just yeah. Get into it. Yeah. Well, that, that's Just that's good. That's an interesting interesting concept. And um, you know, I was going to say, you know, we, fly fishing is fairly inclusive, but you know, there are some some odd rules. I know Chris and I come down hard on people with, you know, with regards to, um, you know, scent scenting flies, for example. Um, you know, oh. there, there are some things I I wouldn't do, but I, I guess you know, there's. Um, I, you know, uh, um, well, yeah, it's got to be justifiable. Yeah, you go. Yeah, scenting flies goes back to a long, long time. When I was a little kid growing up in Victoria, yeah. and I was trying to do fly fishing, and I was really, really, I was the worst you've ever seen at it. But an old cooter said to me, he said, "When you get your first fish on a nymph, just rub your rub your fly in his side. You're right. basically scenting it." But I yeah. have. Oh, a few of my mates, we've gone on a few trips like to uh, Wyangler and Windermere and stuff, and I sprung one of my mates, and I sent him just move to his top pocket, and I went, what are you doing? And he was all sheepish, and he was putting um, goo or some description on a on a carp fly. Yeah. And in that respect, it was just, uh, he never, ever lived that down, ever. Well, just because I'll just, but it's, I'll just but reach up and say, Sorry, sorry, mate. I'll just jump in right now. I'll say he knew what he was doing was wrong, right? Because he's trying to hide it. He, yeah, you know, it's being, it's being deceptive. Us, yeah, yeah. Between us, it's, between he and I, because we're good mates, it's just shits and giggles. Yeah. But if you, if, and there's this, this is where this whole social stuff. I'm not a huge fan. Like, well, you didn't hear it, or maybe you might have all that effing and jeffing I was doing about trying to get on Skype because I'm a, I'm not really technologically advanced obviously um i believe, I believe the word is advanced but that's cool advanced you mean <laughs> so it might have been the cucumber sandwiches getting in the way down there pip maybe the the cucumber thank you yeah, yeah. Much. <laughs> with, the crust, with, the, with the crusts cut off thank you very much yeah um and just a just a, a finger finger spread of salt thank you very much um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, that between he and I, that that's just shits and giggles. But yeah. dudes are doing that stuff and then putting it up as all oh, look at me, look at me. Well, I don't know. Maybe you got to look at yourself a little bit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big on it. Uh, mm. I'm really not. I, well, we used to catch. Put it to you this way: I thought I was as smart as all get out when um, 
in Darwin back in the 90s. We were fishing at Doctor's Gully, getting told off by Marshall Perrin, get out of my waters, and catching milkfish on bread flies, which was just spun deer hair. Mm. I used to actually sell them up there. Called, I used to call them, um, what I used to call them, Krusty. Kippy's lunch. <laughs> no, no, it was, Krusty, oh, oh, something, fuck it. Yeah, I've lost it now. But anyway, there was a brand of bread up there, and I used to call them that. Wonder why. And one of those. Yep. Anyway, what it was, we are catching a b- bunch of these big monster bloody milkfish on these bread flies, <laughs> and I pulled this fucking bread fly out, and I sniffed it, and I went, oh, my God, because you're using bread burly. So it's slurping in all that bread burly, and he went, oh, man. So in some stages, you're sort of not guilt, not unguilty yourself. You're not innocent yourself. Yeah. You've sort of done it, but shit, if you go and get a bloody metre and a half long, well, well, not a metre and a half, but a metre long milkfish on a on a fly, you don't really care whether it's been <laughs> sent with a bit of bread <laughs> because they go like stinks. Fuck, they go. Mm. But, um, yeah, but no, doing that sort of stuff and then claiming that you've caught a wild fish without any, I no, that's... Oh, look, this. You make your own decision on that, but don't come and talk to me about it. There, there yeah. was a num- number of conclusions that, you know, we, we reached through through online discussions and things like that. You know, A, it is a personal decision. B, you know, if you do it, then just tell people, you know. And, yeah, confess and, up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, not, not as in terms of confession, just so that people know. Like, you know, imagine if you if you were standing, um, you know, you were you're at a pub and you're having a conversation about catching milkies. For example, on fly, and you know, you there's a guy there who's caught caught him on you know worm hatches, you know, with legitimate imitative flies, or there's a guy who's caught him, you know, somewhere using algae flies, and then you got a dude who's got him on bread flies, you know, talking, you know, like I, unfortunately, I'd sort of feel a little bit more. You well, know, what you need. You need yeah. to, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, or we we'll use milkies as an example. I yeah. have caught him on. Well, you know, I think in the states they call them palalo worms. Yeah, yeah. In the yep. in the territory, you don't get you get really rare hatches of them. I've only seen a handful. I've fished up there a lot. Yeah. And I've caught them on those, but I also went with um, I think old Rodney's Harrow's been on this podcast. Sure. Yeah, and I went out. Yeah, we went out to to Man and Greta together to when Russell Kenny had the Arnhem Land nature mm. lodge, and we caught them out there, and I tied up a whole. I didn't know. I don't know anything about dubbing and all that sort of stuff. But I dubbed all this geek on onto a hooks, and we caught them on those as well. So I think you can use you could you could possibly use scenting as a uh, a stepping stone to learn how an animal works. Maybe yeah. right. Does that sound fair? Oh yeah, it, all of it's fair. It's just that it's it's just when it's um it's hidden from those that are inspired by it. That's the problem. Yeah. Nah, just. Up. Don't be, don't be a dickhead. Don't do that. Honesty is your best, your best policy. Yeah. We all know that. The I truth will set you free. Yeah, there you go. That's that's what. <laughs> that was our that was our sort of conclusion. There, you know, do do whatever you want, but don't don't tell people that it's like a it's a you know a super duper hard capture when you've when you've sort of bent the rules. If you you've been, oh, bent the rules, you bent the rules. That's cool. Yeah, don't kiss, kiss on us and tell us it's raining. That's yeah. essentially it. Yeah. I've seen it lots of times. One place I saw that a whole bunch was at a place called Christmas Island. And what they do, because you now Christmas Island's famous for I've been there a bunch of times, and 
Yeah. Uh, it's famous for its bonefish, obviously, but it's GTs. Yeah. And um, I've made some cheeky comments to people, and there was one of the guides over there, God bless him, I hope he's still alive, called Toki. And the Toki special, we used to call it, was a bare hook with a big hunk of bloody milkfish hanging off it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen dudes. Now, I'm not chicken, and they're, they're not the, the dudes that are guiding you. They're trying to make a quid and make people <laughs> happy. But I have seen photographs of dudes going, oh, look at me, I've caught this huge GT, aren't I clever? Mm. Yeah, bait fishing, mate, on a fly rod. I've seen that. Yeah, there's a there's a really popular video on YouTube about Christmas Island GTs, and there's a, a pommy bloke on there uh, casting really badly, <laughs> and there's just GTs all around his feet. There's no yeah. way that's a natural occurrence. There's no way in the world, you know. Nah, well, we used to have it when you do that. When you actually go and do that sort of stuff, and I'm not, I'm not picking on them or nothing like that. It's just how they do their gig. Mm. Um, I've been standing there up to your knees in water and there's bonefish that you would kill to catch like monstrous whoppers swimming around like a little like a fat kid with a lolly in its mouth with a bit of milkfish hanging out its gob and they're wow. going, bloop, 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 swimming between your feet wow um and but i have seen some of those photos posted up as genuine and, and that's and that's where the problem is you know is you know I've, I've been there three times and you know those trips probably work out around five grand each so there's there's 15 grand you know that i've put towards catching a a flash gt i absolutely refuse to to um to do that jump gts or even baited gts you know on on the flats there it felt wrong um and you know i um you know, I don't. I don't regret not weakening. I, um, you know, I. I don't feel like that's the the right experience. You know, I. Again, using the pub test, I'd I'd hate to be to be standing next to, you know, someone who'd done the 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 Seychelles or even the you know Christmas Island and got one. I've I've tried to feed a lot at Christmas Island. You know, I know Chris has too, and I've had you know fuck ups. I've had fish reject at the last minute. You know, I've had all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's fishing. And when I get one, it's going to feel bloody great, you know, and I, I look forward to that. But I'd hate to get one and then look back and go, you know what, uh, I, you know, I'd hate to get one and that I'd chummed um, or that I'd, um, yeah. or that I'd, I'd baited. I'm speaking from experience wow. here too, mate. I, 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 got a, I got a decent GT off the back of a, a mackerel boat up at Weeper once. It wasn't, um, that fish was effectively chummed. The guys were cleaning mackerel and you just had to land your, you fly in the water exact moment a, a Spaniard frame hit the hit the hit the water and you know that was the trick, but you know it's just I look back at that that photo now I feel absolutely nothing for it you know that that capture I'm actually embarrassed about it. Well, that's fair enough, but you you can I don't know what's right what's wrong. You can get a little yeah. bit freshness about it. In, Maybe I am. In the, in, yeah. In, no, no, no. I'm the same. I, I won't. It's got to be, oh, I don't know, it's, I, you put bars on yourself or limits on yourself or, you know, yeah. you can't win the high jump without actually getting over the bloody thing and knock, knocking it off the, the things. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. People are on different trips too with their fishing. It just depends, yeah. I think, I think on the end game. I, I get really shitty when people get, 
I think I was talking to someone the other day about it. Unfortunately, a lot of times when people, the first thing they hear, they believe that's the truth. So if they're talking to someone that's done it with a bit of meat on a fly mm -hmm. rod, that's how you do it. Whereas you talk to, oh, I don't know, it's it's a it's a it's a funny one. Like I say, everyone's on their own different trips. It's just how the end delivery and what the what the the end result is. Because there's a lot of yeah, a lot of misinformation goes out, there and it sort of stuffs people up for a long, long time. It's a bit mm. like having a casting a casting fault. Mm. The, no, you're casting them beautiful, but you're not. It's mm. only because they're trying to be nice to you. Yeah. Instead yeah, of being it's... honest, instead it's... of being honest and saying, "Dude, don't drop your back end like that." <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's right. You know, but... you know, I don't know. I don't know what sort of analogy you can use on that, but um. Yeah, oh, I, I know one. No. It's, it's funny we we're just talking about Christmas Island. The Christmas Island guides, you can catch a six-pound bonefish because they want to get their tips. They're like, "Oh, ten-pound fish, very well done." You know, it's um, it's like the yeah. It's like the um, like the compliments with casting, you know. Like, looks like a great cast, only shorter, you know that sort of stuff, you know. But yeah, uh, I think someone said that to me recently. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I they did. I believe someone. I believe someone said that to me recently, Christopher. Um, yeah. And un and unbeknownst to the the commenter, the first time in my life I'd ever done it, I cast I was casting a big fatty bombarda fly. <laughs> and I actually pulled the tip of my fly right off, <laughs> and it still went eighty feet. Thank you. Someone, I, I don't know, I don't know who you're talking <laughs> about, Pip, but maybe to that person who made that comment, the person who received it would probably probably ate that fly hook, lo, hook line and sinker. You know? Yeah, he, he, he did. He did. And yes, Larry did. I'd say you're a good sport, Pip, but hey, it's um, you know, I've got to follow the beef here. Yeah, you get a bit snaky at times, you know that. <laughs> yeah, we're just part of the sport, mate. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So yeah, no. Which rabbit hole are we calling out of now? We've just gone down flies, honesty. We're we're not we're not we're not on a time limit, mate. We could just we could just hang around with Bugs Bunny for a while if we want. No worries at all. All right, let's have a look at what have we got here. I actually wrote some shit down for this. It's very rare that I do this. Oh, this is great. It's not very often we get a guest that does our job for us. Just let us know what you want us it's to talk good. about. Oh, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to – no, nah, not into web bullshit. Oh, Why don't you tell us about um, fly originality, mate? It's funny you should say that. I'm just bloody – I was just going to bring that up, but I didn't know that I should. Mate, you, you know what? It's a safe place. No one's really listening. And um, <laughs> now this, is the, this is the time you can talk about anything you want. Original flies. Yeah, because like you know, oh. like we had a big conversation about this the other day. Because I rang you up and I I've talked about no, yeah, no, it was someone. There was another guy. I was uh, his name was Pip, and I believe he was at um, Buckingham Palace. And uh, uh, can you get him back on the line for a sec? <laughs> Cecilia, Cecilia, <laughs> Cecilia, bring the corkies in here. Bring the corkies. And why are they? Philip, yes. <laughs> hey, Philip, yeah, is that yeah. you? Philip, what, 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 what do you want? What do you want? What, um, hello, I'm, I'm here. What would you like to know about? I'd like to know, know about the latest development in salmon flies and uh, dry fly fishing. 
Oh, salmon flies. I don't know. Daddy and Mummy have got this place down there in Scotland. And it's, it's just teeming with them. They're all over the place. You know, they're fine. I have like 14, maybe 15 Scotches wandered down like, with my open hand. And, and I, I flop out, you know, oh, no, I don't know, some sort of furry contraption. And away they go. They just jump and leap. And it's fantastic fun. I give them to Marjorie the cook, and she eats, and we eat them. <laughs> Marjorie the cook. Oh man! Hey, hey, Phil. Marjorie, 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 come here. I, I've, I've got some people that want to talk to you. Hey. Uh, no, that's right. She's, she's rather a shy creature. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil. Um, yes, we... yes, um, Mister, Mister. Wait, what's your name again? I'm sorry. Okay. They call me Pr Prince Volsey. Hey, I got. I got some. Uh, uh, Oh, oh, I knew a Lord Volte once. Lord, Lord Volte, yeah. Hey, Lord uh, Volte, the prince. Got some, he liked he liked I've got, some, I've got some advice for you. Yes? Yeah, tell 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 your son, Andrew, that he's better off fly fishing in Scotland for the salmon than popping off to the Bahamas with his mate. But um, anyway, we'll... Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about, uh, talking about uh, becoming uh, sweaty Andrew? Uh, oh, oh, one thing you must remember, old boy, that all boys have a dalliance at some stage in their life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, oh, I go. I've, I've got some waters to horse. Yeah, yeah, go, go get on the watercress. Get Pip again, please. Yeah, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, we were chatting the other day about um about Graham's pink Edith, thing and stuff. Edit the shit out of that. Um Graham's pink thing. I'm looking at it right now. I'm I've, I've been the whole time I've been yakking to you, I've been sitting on me desk, me desk of mayhem. And I'm looking at it right now. Um no, I was tell pretty us, lucky to get that. Okay, tell tell for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, <clears throat> tell us tell us what it is, mate. What do you got there? All right, I'll go and, I'll just grab it, why not? What it is, I have a, a like a shadow box, and the chap that I used to work with called Graham White when I was with NT Fisheries, I was a shit kicker. He was a scientist, but he's a dude that, and it's a really famous for all you dudes that are around the world that don't know. It's a very, very famous and very productive fly in Australia, and mm. basically, it's I don't know. There's heaps of hoo ha and contention over it. It's a it's a whistler, mm -hmm. basically, basically. But it was it did come from, I, I as I believe the story, um, to imitate a jig worm, like a jig head with a bloody worm on it. Yep. And all it is, it's very simple. It's all natural. It's got maybe the one I'm looking at now. It says pink thing tied by Graham White. He presented it to me in 2000. Yep. Yeah, I, I just learned that he passed away. So, buddy, you know, rest in peace, Graham, because he was a really, really nice bloke, super nice dude. Mm, yeah. Um, in, in fisheries wise, we used to call him Major because he could mess anything up. We used to call him Major Mistakes. <laughs> he, probably, he, was, he was a, but he was a really, honestly nice dude. So I've got this thing here, and all it is is I'm looking at it now, and it's probably got four, maybe, my, oh, shit, six really thin white saddles. It's got a collar over that of, of bucktail, very sparse. It's got four um, bloody 
um, barred saddles over that. And then are they up, they are over the bucktail, are they? They're over the bucktail. They're outside yep. the bucktail. Yep. They're not incorporated within. Yep. The flash that's in it is over the bucktail, and then the the barred saddles go over that. And then the collar is not marabou. It is not fucking rabbit. Bonker. Yeah. I'm bluffing. It's not nothing. It is just simply a wound around friggin' pink collar of, of I don't know, a webby bloody saddle that he is. And then little little wee bead chains. It's probably tied, I reckon it's on a three or a four oh. Yeah. Three, four double seven. You got it. Yep. Now, that's the original that I have there. I'm pretty stoked to have it. Yeah. I don't know I don't know whether he was handing them out bloody left, right and centre or anything. But if he was, well, I don't really care because I've got one. Mm. I don't really like it. But the other side of it too is, uh, where are we? Somewhere here, what's that? What's that uh, here we go. Well, here we go. I have a, a Dan Blanton original whistler right in my hands. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it's not that dissimilar build, but he's put the flash tail in it. Yep. Yep. So as far as original flies, and I don't know, not everyone has access to this stuff or, or whatever. Yeah. A few, mile, few miles on the clock. I'm, I feel very, very um, honoured to have, oh, not honoured, heavy, but lucky to have these. But they're all built the same sort of thing. There's, there's that, but with the flash tail out the centre, you tie that on first. Same sort of build, but it's got more bucktail. Over here, I've got a bloody... Oh, no, I actually fished this. I probably shouldn't have. But I've got a lefty cray bend back deceiver. Yep. And it looks like the, one of my dogs has just been chewing on it. It's, hmm. It looks like it's weighted. It is weighted. Yep. Um, but, no, I think if you can, just, just try and revert to the natural. There's nothing better than innovation, though. Yeah, but it's important because I want, I want to ask a couple of questions about that pink thing because a lot of um, but and the reason being is because I think it's really important for people that are going to attempt innovation to understand what the originator did and why the originator did it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh shit, yeah. You know, um, so I mean, like, there's no point in. Uh, I mean, uh, like. I, oh, it's something I need to. Oh, you you probably don't know this, Pip, and I'll say this on the podcast because Volty will attest to this. I've said it before that there's been times I've come up with ideas and I've kept it to myself until like a, um, until. And then some dude from the someone other, side on the other side of the fucking world who's I've got no <laughs> way of seeing my ideas has done it. Recently, on the last podcast, I announced that I was going to do a, um, a, 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 like a, a subscription YouTube channel and I was going to call it Only Flies. And, um, and then, and then through the week between there and the podcast, it's true, but I'll tell you, I sent you, I sent, someone made up made up that sticker and that name, and I was just like, God, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Nothing sacred that's in this weird, game. Chris, sorry to cut you off, but that's weird as all get out, because that happens. Yeah. I'll do something and go, oh, geez, aren't I clever? God, fuck, look at you go. And then all of a sudden, it, bloop, <laughs> someone pops it up, and you go, oh, really? Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and it's not... For me, it's actually not a disappointment. It's actually it's just a spin out, and it's like, oh, cool! Someone else is thinking the same. Yeah, awesome. I feel sorry for you, you weirdo. <laughs> so, it, Pip, do you see it as a validation of your thought process from a peer? Like it's almost like a peer review. Like, it, but there's there's two ways to take it. You know, you could be. I mean, it's natural that you're upset, but there's also like 
that side that you know maybe maybe some other weirdo on the other side of the world is equally as you know fucked up in their in their imaginary processes as you are. I don't I don't talk as fancy as you do you do and a, and a validation. Um, <laughs> we'll get Philip back mate. on. He does. <laughs> I know what the word means, but now nah, I don't mind it. It's just like, but it is like, yeah. oh, bugger. Anyway, good yeah. on you, mate. But um, is... the other one. Oh, sorry, uh, you go, mate. Oh, the one, the other one I really do like is when I do some of my weirdo stuff. Is you see it coming back at you, and I suppose that's where because Pat Cowan, I suppose, gave me the idea. But then you see all this other weird, and this is where the from original is that diversification and i don't i don't hate it well that's why we we're now driving the beautiful cars we do instead of bloody eh holdens because mm-hmm. you develop stuff um mm. as long as it's not development for development's sake it's not yeah. just to be goofy or to 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 a brand development or anything it's got to be real and yeah, it's yeah. got to be to people, otherwise yeah. it's silly. You can't, you can't really go around. Um, you know, you can't really go around and tie a pink thing with a yellow collar and call it, um, you know, Balti's phlegm thing or something like that. You know, or um, <laughs> you know, go <laughs> the golden staff deceiver or something like that. You know, I was just going to say Balti's fucking we we specimen or something like that. Balti's <laughs> <laughs> urine test, yeah. The urine test deceiver. So you know, but so that's what I'm. That's what I'll, I'll just circle back around to what I was about to mention earlier, and and that is understanding. Uh, you know, these are these these iconic flies um, who tie them and the intention for them. Because I've heard all sorts of things about pink thing, for example, and like before I bleed on about that, I would, and I probably don't even need to. Do you know a little bit more about the pink thing and what Graham's intention was when he designed? I know you led onto it a little bit there, what it was designed from, but. Um, do you know more about I, that? Well, to my knowledge, and I'm, I wasn't there. He was with a bloke called Lou Murray, and I think it was Lou Murray. But they were at Groot Island, and they were trying to—they were catching fish there in some situation. And it was really cool. There was like a in those days it was Mister Mister Twisters. It may not have been, but just some little wobbly mm-hmm. pink and white grub. And mm-hmm. Graham liked to throw a fly rod, so he just said, "Oh, I'll make a thing to imitate that," and. That's sort of how it come about. I've well, because I lived in the territory for bloody fair while. I've actually taken that fly and fished it all around everywhere I've gone. I've caught tiger fish on it. I've caught blooming uh, taimen on it. I've GT whatever um, black bass. Yep, on it mm-hmm. just purely as a bit of a good on your Graham sort of yep. thing. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, um, I know what you're saying. Yeah, that, that. That's about What's all the, I know. Yeah. I, I will tell you right now, there are people that know a lot more about that or, or profess to know a lot more about that fly than I do. Okay. Um, I was just lucky enough to get one off the dude that tied them. That's all. Yeah, right, okay. So I've heard things like there's a, there's a shrimp up there that's pink and white and he modelled it off that and I don't know, that's never really sat well with me because I've never seen a pink and white shrimp. But um, I'm not to say there isn't one. I can't yeah, be everywhere. Right. You know, I heard that story. Yeah. yeah, I think that's in. I think that. Like, I, I could be complete. I actually, I won't remember. I won't mention the author or the publication. But it was in a, 
a national publication. I read that, like a mag, a desktop magazine. Let's put it that way. It's uh, for all um, for all I know, that could be correct. But I, yeah, I don't, that's I don't know. I'm not. That's fair enough. But it's enough for me to sort of want to know more because it just seems weird, you know. Like there's not many things in the in the world that are naturally, you know, hot pink and 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 bright white, you know, like that. Well, so what's the best yeah. what's the best mackerel trolling lure on on earth? Qantas. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, like it's um, it's obviously it's also, a, a, it's also a very good barramundi lure. It's also a very good redfin lure. It's also a very good everything cod lure. It's yeah, just, Qantas colours are um, awesome. Mm. They really are. But I mean, like obviously that's um, that's that's something that appeals to you know the majority of predatory species in a colour combination that humans have learnt. That's Contra. almost like a, a generic a generic go to colour scheme, really. Uh, well, if you think about but, it, a lot of predators come behind a fish, right? Yep, and they see the red gills. Exactly. All they can see is red. Yep. They don't see a flashy tail or any of that other shit. All they see is this thing just going for fucking hell for leather because they don't want to get eaten. And it's got red gills. So yeah. accentuate that panic sort of response. Um, a dude I used to work for, Pete McCool, said to me, Things only break the surface when they're feeding or being fed upon. There's all these like real basic things to take it back to, mm. um, which I, I don't know. That's what I base all my e- sort of except stuff for mudskippers. Mudskippers, <laughs> they're actually you can catch them on fly. I caught a bucket full of them one day when we got stuck on a mud bar. <laughs> oh mate, you you, you I know you, you may not have done your due diligence here. But we've had guests on the show that specialise in, in mudskipper on fly. I'm not kidding you. I used to catch tada lizards on fly for the guests at Barabay. What are they called? Tada lizards. Tada lizards. They're like yeah, a what? little, like, what, what you guys would call like a little dragon, but they, they call them tada lizards because what they do is they're little, they might be up to shit, eight, nine, 12 inches long, maybe 12 inches. But mm-hmm. they'll stand on something and they put their hand up and wave. It's a signal to like for their for their territory, yeah, and right. so we call it. Piss off! Get away! <laughs> so, we'll so there on, on shitty times, you just as a young bloke, as a guide, you just get your flyer and go, "Watch this, guys!" And you go and catch lizards on a on a. I hope no one from Peter's listening. Um, but yeah, you go, you go and catch lizards on fly. I've caught lizards. Oh, we've all caught. Tell me you haven't caught a bloody bearded dragon on a floor. Oh, yeah. bearded on. dragons are pricks, for sure. They love dalbergs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same, same, same gig. But mm. we used to, yeah, do it as, as sport. And, like, we to hang them up and, you know, I think I've got the IGFA on one. Savvy yeah. <laughs> deal, hey? Yep. Savages. Yeah. yeah, water dragons, I think. Yeah. yeah they, they don't taste real good, but. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're no river meat, that's for sure. Yeah, but anyway, so, all right, so originality. Um, No, I, I reckon originality is good, and like I say, I've been really lucky. I've got a, uh, I see a bloke called um, Gunnar Brammer. Where, where is it sitting on top of the elephant? Here he is. Mm. I've got an original Bob Popovic's pop lips right here. I'm just holding mm. it now. Mm. They're amazing things. And the thing that, that gets me is there are so many smart dudes out there that make cool stuff. 
I just wish most of them wouldn't be dickheads about it. In what way? Oh, posturing and I, 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 and this, 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 and me, 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 and all that sort of stuff. Just, if you're going to do stuff, just let other dudes, buddy, share it. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and but I, I think that probably that I, 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 we, we, me, me, me comes from the fact that they don't get the recognition because people will just glom onto stuff and claim it as their own instead of giving recognition. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that, is that's that interesting. Fair, is that a fair call? I can I can see both sides of it here, mate. You know, um, you know, I've got a mate who pulls a full time living out of fly time, and um, you know, a couple of other mates who who pull, you know, at least part time out of it. And you know, certainly original ideas. I like seeing, you know, just I can't imagine how they feel, but I like seeing them get the credit they deserve because literally food on their table. But you know, well, it, it is. Yeah. I'm paying. I've had, I've been through so many lockdowns lately. Yeah. It's nice to get to be able to earn a zack out of your skills. Yeah, that that's the only way you'd 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 sort of want to. I mean, it's, I guess it's a fine line, and no one's going to be able to differentiate. I I can see both sides too. You know, it's one thing. I, I mean, we show up to this podcast for free every fucking week because we like to give back to the fly fishing community, and that's no that's that's no bullshit. That's I mean, geez, what are we? 104 episodes. Right. In? That's 104 I, weeks we've done I, this in a I row. Challenge, yeah. I'm just no, I'm on the 104th. I, I challenge. You're in 104th, mate. I challenge somebody to actually take me up on that and say, you know, you've got an agenda, Vols, because, mate, I would, I would fucking love to have 104 times what four or five hours each one takes back in my, you know, oh. in my in my time. You know, I can fucking do a lot of. Th- a lot of stuff with four or five hundred hours on my hands. Same. Yeah, but, but, but I should be in bed now, you bloody bugger. <laughs> but if I, I just yeah, but like so, so at the same time, <clears throat> like if um, you know, if I was to develop a pattern, like you know, I, I, I would, I would lean towards at some stage, like you know, what instead of watching other people, it's it's different. You know, like if if. If I'm making money like myself, I'm making money from from the industry, and like if I come up with an innovation that's catching fish and it's mine, like I mean, like any other industry, I suppose, like that, like I mean, I could leverage that towards financial gain, you know. Um, and to a certain degree, there there might be some patterns I in, I intend to do that with, you know. And I I don't I don't feel bad about doing that, given oh, the, offset, the offset the offset. Sorry. To. Yeah. Given, I mean. To. But I don't, I don't, I don't steal, I don't take someone else's pattern, and um, which is, I think, this is what more you might be going. Like, it's, it's different when people take someone else's pattern, and and like we're saying with uh, Volte's piss test fly, for example, and and run with it, and and um, and not edge, not so much. It's not so much not even giving credit, but I mean, like, it perpetuating the education about the originality of that fly for other people to might might springboard a innovation from that pattern if they knew what the original tire was intending to do for the first time, like, for example, poplets, yeah, yeah. you know, tied t- 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 with mara wool and stuff like that. Sorry? It's, Sorry? it's important to do that because a lot of these places are very, um, where these things come of quite regional, mm-hmm. where it, it's a it's a purpose-built for that area. Oh, this was made for, because there's one that I've f- forgot all about. It's only a little wee fly. But Graham White actually handed this to me too. I just pulled it off the bloody Barramundi picture that I got given. And it's he's handed it to me. And I've never fished it. 
And I looked at it and went, what the fuck's that? And it's actually the first gut sized gurgler I've ever seen. And Graham White gave me that, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't walk up to me and say, oh, look what I just made. He said, hey, this is a gut sized gurgler. That's 30 years ago. Yeah, wow. That, that, that would have been, 30 years ago, it would have been hard to find out what a guard side gurgler yeah. was, not it? Yeah, well, I didn't yeah. actually appreciate it at the time. He's handed it to me. I've got it in my hand right now, and it sits mm. right on the corner. <coughs> I don't put guard side on a pedestal or ground, <coughs> but it's just like, wow. But he said, yeah, this is a guard side gurgler. Well. And I've tied him, tied him, we've all tied him. Everyone's, most people are fishing them like it's a fleeing prawn or whatever the case. But even then, Graham, who's, you know, much contested originator of a fly, even he said, this isn't my fly, this is a copy of someone else's. So that he gave homage to the dude that invented that, which I thought was nice. And that's, th- there you go, th- that, therein lies why I thought he's a lovely bloke. I think, yeah, I think the most alpha thing you can do is just give someone else credit or even, you know, lift someone up, even, you know, say this, I really like, I really like this guy who does this, you know, um, I love how, you know, I, I could name oh, it. Oh, shit, yeah. Is, is there anything wrong with giving credit to people who do a good thing? I think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah I don't so do I. I don't think it's even remotely bloody wrong. Well, oh, it's one of the things, I don't know how to put it, one of the things I really, really love about doing what I do, so as I say, I've been a counter jump for a fair while, I've been a guide for a fair while, yeah. I've done all sorts of bloody, this is your life shit, but there's one, I've got one sitting here right now, I'm just going to grab it, mm. and I, I left one tackle shop here in Shep, because I was off to, on a new course, and life took took over and I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. but this little this little dude, this is what I really love about it, and I know he's going to he's going to be a good angler, and he is a good little angler. He's only a young bloke, and it's a it's a piece of bloody A4 paper that he's cut with a pair of them sticky those funny scissors that make everything crooked, and it's on the front. He's pulled out a, a picture of something. It looks a bit like me with a cod. It says "Goodbye, Pip," written in orange pencil. Goodbye, by B-Y. Goodbye, Pip, because I was leaving that tackle shop. Mm. To Pip. And this is all written kid style. Thank you for teaching me a lot about fishing and being my mate. Good luck all from dude. How did that um, make you feel? I just looked at the little shithead and I said, yeah, no, nah, that's gross, mate. Now piss off because I'm about to have a little <laughs> bit of a took. <laughs> Yeah. I know. I got. I got. All, you, you get all misty about that stuff. But no, that's there's nothing what you, funny about that. Sure. I. Th- I think that's. I think that's for me. That's what I like, and it doesn't matter. I, when I left Darwin and left the tackle shops, I had blokes come in with grown men the same. Oh fuck, where are you going? What? What? Why? Why? Don't don't leave. Yeah. Because I think I think with with fishing and you know you talk about originality and. And um and and credit and all that stuff. I think a lot of people just want a place to belong. Right. Yeah. And that might be why they they want that originality or claiming, you know, Jimbo's 
Jiggy Master or I get what, Sanford, yeah, Sanford Sandfly or something. I think a lot of people just want that, and that's and that that is a really cool thing about fishing. I love it because mm. it gives dudes a place to be like feel like they are something. A safe place, do you think? Well, a safe or just a place. Like some of them <laughs> use it for combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a a sense of a sense of belonging, a sense of identity. There's, mm. It's a really interesting concept because it touches at the heart of you know, something that's not fishing and, you know, that's that's just, you know, people's emotions and mental health. Um, oh, kid, I tell dudes all the time that I don't know how many kids I've got apprenticeships or how many people I've got jobs yeah. out of working at a tackle shop. Nah, talk to Jimmy, look at the dudes. And so there's a lot more to it than, than uh, all this egotistical, well, that's my fly. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? There's tons of it, tons, tons, and tons to it. And it's a good, it's a good world. I've got a whole bunch of books floating around here somewhere from yeah. people I haven't met, but make you feel cool. Yeah, mm. right. Some, some marriage. And and fishing's the thread that pulls it all together. What? The river that runs through it. Yeah, I think it is. You guys would have been a buddy to a, a blooming uh, club meeting or something at some stage in your life, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah I was the president of a fire club at one stage through the mm, late two thousands. Does any does everyone kid up? They're what do you mean? Wear vests? <laughs> I'd kick them out. Kid up and they and they'll be wearing Scott or scientific <laughs> angler or even if it's a you hat. Just, pair of you just literally described Chris. No, the. Uh, <laughs> 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 Chris, Chris was the. Uh, the I got to turn this camera off. Yeah. What we used to call Chris's was sticker boys. <laughs> <laughs> and their boats. Battery had stickers everywhere all over his boat. Oh, look at me. I've got all this shit in my boat. Ooh. Yes. I've got, I have at least 60 stickers down each gunnel at any given time. Yeah, and a couple on your head that you peel off fresh every morning, I bet you. No, no, no. There's no room for stickers on my head because of the GoPro. <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. What is, have you... You got a, like a like a, a raid. Uh, what do they call them? Rail railblazer screwed in the top of your head. I've got a railblazer system that runs through the whole centre of my boat. It's custom made. I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know you're joking. <laughs> you ever say that to me again in real life? And if I ever get to go fishing with you, I will cut every one of them off and smash them again. <laughs> you're welcome. No, please say you don't have, and you only make. Of course, I don't have that, mate. The thing is, this is the one that's making me laugh. I was thinking about it the other day. I think, oh, cool, blimey! If only I had known that the future would have been if it hasn't got a picture, it wasn't true. I actually would have bought a camera once. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It will replace. It will replace the tree falling in the wood that makes no sound. You know, Uh, the, the fish that's caught without a camera. One day. You realise that, don't you, Pip? Yeah, well, I haven't taken a picture of a piece of food. The one that always makes me laugh, <laughs> like this photograph of stuff, yeah. this photographer always makes me laugh. Oh, yes, I'm making chilli prawns. Oh, here they are, plated up. All right, where's the third photo, mate? What's that, the next day? Yeah, great big snard in the dunny. Yeah, yeah, hammer handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
what would you? I, I don't get. Oh, I don't know. Like I said, I had a whole heap of trouble getting onto Skype as it was without bloody taking pictures of his shit. No, mate. Please, yeah, we're we're really really thankful that you didn't take a um picture of his shit. You know, so it's um really appreciated. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. but see, I think a lot of people need to get away from that whole plumbing. Look what I've done, stuff. Just go and yeah. do it. We've got yeah. I've got customers seriously that are spending thousands of dollars looking for the magic bullet. Mm. Yeah, live scope. Have you guys had much to do with LiveScope up there or what? Oh, I, can, I can speak on behalf of Oz when I say neither of us own LiveScope or Panoptics or anything like that at all, but we're mm. both aware of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's just an emerging thing. I've, I'm not going to comment on it, but... No, but it's not It's not controversial up here at all. Like, people, like, it's it's fair yeah. game. Oh, down the end, they're starting to say that it's not real fish and all that sort of stuff. Let me ask you a question, though, Pip. Is it the people that um, that don't have one that complain about them? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. well, there you go. They it's, are like people, it's, like, it's like people who spend $200 on a fly rod and say that those $1,000 fly rods are, are, aren't worth shit, you know? Do you know? You know what I mean? Like it's, that's, I mean, it's, that's, a, that's a fair call. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, or it's, um, or it's people that can't, can't tie deceivers and say that clouses catch everything, you know? You know? So it's uh, or, or or like a relevant one, people who um, and I don't, look, I know I know this is going to touch people in the fields, and I don't mean to, but it's kind of kind of real. People that say that um, you know, fo- like foam is foam is all you need for top water when they can't tie deer hair. You know, <laughs> it's it's similar. It's you hear it all the time in fishing. You know, you, I'm sure you hear it in all sorts of sports. Like you know, someone who's bought the latest studs for their footy boots could run well, faster than someone well, else who doesn't. You know, or something. I but brought then, it. Up. I brought it. I brought it up earlier, and I called them Lego, Lego tires because that's how farm tires. They oh <laughs> look at me! I'm a fucking. But a foamologist. <laughs> foam. Don't get me wrong. I caught a whole bunch of. I've caught a whole bunch of fish on foam. Don't worry. Oh, same here. Foam, foam's definitely got its place, but when you're replicating deer hair with foam, and then saying you know anyway, that look it doesn't doesn't really matter. But and I just noticed that. I just noticed that, like it, you know, deer hair takes a fair bit of skill. But I noticed that people that um, the most you never hear, you know, you don't often hear. Deer, I mean, here we are saying it now. Both you and I can tie deer hair and knocking people with tie foam, but you don't often hear that. You know, we only. I guess it, it doesn't really ruin my day at all, and at all. You know, I, I fish foam, I fish, I fish, I fish gurgles and um, things like that as well. But I do I know that. I got diamond on was sorry? foam, mice. Yeah. Well, I, I well, yeah, same. Oh, yeah, same. I tied Joe Samelli's foam mouse, that master splinter. I like it. It's a quick tie. It works really well. It's um, and there's nothing in in deer hair that you can replicate it with. In fact, you know, but it's it's uh, not. It skates. It does it, and I think that's one of the things you got to. You can't be. Oh, I don't know. Was it dogmatic? Is that a term? You Volty, you're a bit of a fucking dictionary. Yeah, Volty, you tell us, mate. Is that a term? Is yeah, it, is yeah, it's it dogmatic. Yeah, yeah, dogmatic. Dogmatic and pragmatic are the the uh, yeah. ugly stepsisters. Yeah, what's so, dogmatic? It's from Professor Professor Voltz. Lord Voltron. Um, well, dog dogmatic is you know usually used to describe a a straight shooter, like someone who's saying like you know this is how it is. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, uh, pragmatic. Pragmatic. pragmatic is a practical someone who's a 
you know, practical bent, you know. Um, so pragmatic. We're the pragmatic. I'm pragmatic then. Yeah, yeah. You, you sound pragmatic to me. You're you're a realist, you know. You oh, don't get too bogged down. That, and, yeah. What's phlegmatic then? Phlegmatic. <laughs> I'm going to Google that one, maybe. Um, phlegmatic. Oh, don't start. Nah, we can't do that. This, this is going to get... Nah, can we get lowbrow? I think it... I'm oh. just... Phlogmatic is... Phlogmatic is... Uh, it might be a toy. Yeah. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, you just... Well, we'll yeah, on a toy yeah, podcast. Let's move on. Yeah. Exotic knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes under the category of soft plastics, right? So, um... Mm. And, oh, no, no. Um... Have we covered enough? No, no, Pip. No. Well, what about fish photos then, dickhead? Tell, tell us your thoughts. Oh, I just think fish photos are wonderful. They're the only thing you've got of a memory. Yeah, but I agree. Let's let's not let's not be silly about them. Yeah. How are you? How are you guys about people that fuzz out the back background? I do it. Depends on on where it is, mate. If it's somewhere sensitive, like you, you know, where where Brisbane's Brisbane's got a, what two million people, three million people, or Southeast Queensland's got a you know a few million now, people. You're in, you're in Brizzy and Chris is in bloody sunny coast. Is that right? Yeah, we're about we're Correct. about an hour apart. Yeah, but you know, yeah. like yeah, right. a of, there's a lot of very good, a lot of keen anglers. There's, there's also a lot of creepers around, like me, who who don't get to fish as much as they like. But you know, social media is just a few clicks away and. We've got excellent detective skills. We can find out, you know, where people have been. Oh, we, oh we use them down here for cod fishing all the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, fuzzy backgrounds, I mean, that, that's a good one. Um, Clever all, angles. Yeah, Wiping the lenses. Always, there's always, yeah, there's always a few clues, you know, um, that, you know, you put in put in people's background. You know, when you fuzz out a background, you can make it look like there's a mountain range behind them when there wasn't, or you can you do all sorts of shit. You know, but and sometimes it's just a bit of fun. You know, it's an unwritten sledge between a couple of mates too. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah this but, is the thing. Though, yeah. The, the unwritten sledges are how people in the broader community take them. Mm. Do, you, do you ever cop any shit from that? Yeah, we do, we we do on the podcast all the time. We get people people that yeah. um take take what would be intended as an in joke or for someone's ears only as something that's intended for them, and then we're like, oh fuck, man. We totally just someone just totally blew up at us, up at us, and we had no intention of going there. Then we got to issue apologies, and then we got to revise what we say on the show. And this show yeah. gets released on a Saturday, and you know, normally, normally I don't look at the phone on Saturday or Sunday. Too busy doing. Oh shit. well, that. Well, Mondays, well, Mondays are for apologising to people, you know. But you really? know, me. Generally, <laughs> <laughs> for what I say. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's what I reckon. Anyway, what am I looking at? Oh, back to Josh Radloff's head. Is that oh, a good yeah. bloke? J Dog. What's that, sorry? Well, back to Josh Is, is he a good bloke? He shows Bolte, Bolte, you've, you've got you've got that picture I sent of his head. Yeah. Haven't you? He's he's got a have you shown Yeah. Is he learning about it now? No. No, no. have you have you have you sent it, Chris? I've never sent it to him. No, have you seen it though? Oh yeah, I've seen it, mate. Don't you worry about that. I actually haven't seen the fly. I've seen the concept drawing. Oh yeah. no, they've got to say the fly. I've got it here in my hand. Oh yeah, really? it's, I don't know. It's what's wrong. No one. It's, it's not been the, on the internet yet, right? Though. 
No, 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 I wouldn't do it. I don't know. He might come down. Well, we might use it. What do you say we use it as the promo picture for this show? Yes. It's really yeah. bad. It's mate, really have you, have you seen Josh Radloff's head in real life, mate? Not in With, real life. I've seen it in a photograph. That's all you can... It was funny. That, that, it, was, look, it was funny as... It said if you look Josh, Josh directly in the eyes in real life, you will turn to stone. <laughs> he's he's oh, that he's rugged like, looking. Has he got H-way eyes like he's a... He's a, one, like he's a one H-way sort of guy. They call him the East-West. East-West vision. Yep. One eye's looking east. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, I used to call them punter heads. <laughs> punter punter heads. Yeah, punter heads. Yeah, punter, punter vision. There's a good chance he's not listening, but you may have heard us talk about aggressive heads on the podcast. <laughs> we, sometimes we mean that in regards to fly lines. Sometimes. <laughs> Obviously laying an egg in the background. Oh, I'm looking at this picture now, like uh, of of the the Josh Radloff fly, Josh Radloff head fly, and um, the eyes on it are extra extra over large. You know, the, he must be like he must have forty forty vision. You know, he's just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I did, well, the funny thing of that was, he wanted a picture of a tilapia, and he said, "You do a picture of this," and instead of doing the tilapia, I did his head. That's what made me giggle. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just to turn around and go, oh, did you mean the fish? Is that what you meant? Exactly. <laughs> 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 it's hanging off, off me, voice. Now, actually, here we go. Look at it. He's got oh, I'm looking at a picture of it now. Volte just sent it through. It looks like a it, – honestly, it is so good, Pip, that I would wager that if someone said that to me and said, this is this is an African shrunken head of Josh, Josh Radloff, I'd believe it. <laughs> It's sitting here on my voice. On it's the, so on good. My, on I like my, the hat. The hat's spot on. The, cat, the hat's the king. Yeah. Um, it's sitting here on my Donna King professional voice. Um, yeah. Right, now, vices, mother <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> Love this guy. He just pushes all the buttons. Yeah. yeah. Um, what vices are you bloody using, you mob? Because I've, yeah. I've, I've got a Dyna King. And I, I used, I, I used I like, to have a Dyna King. I've got a Dyna King professional. I bought it when I was 23 years old. The number is 3319. Mm. Um, all I've done is, and bloody, a fella uh, give me a, a spare set of vi uh, grippy, bitey things. Jaws. And I, that's it. <laughs> yep. And then I went. Oh, I still can't hear you. Cal, C-A-L, apostrophe S. Short for Cal. Oh, so Cal makes better grease than everyone else. Cal has grease. I used to get it for, um, you put it on, you can address your cork drags with it. I used to address my Ables and good old Syncrotec with it, you know, and you can use the same grease on all the parts as well. Jack Erskine from Cairns used to sell it. Oh, right, eh? Oh, I worked for Jack for a while. Jack taught me a lot about rod building, actually. Oh, yeah? You didn't, know that. That. You didn't know that, did you? Well, didn't know that. You're right. What yeah, the no. hell? Go on recording. Doing? Something's happened to the recording. It's just started up again. It says 38 no, seconds. What? I don't, know. I don't know how much we've missed out or, or whatever right now. So we've been talking shit for fucking two hours for nothing. No, no, no. No, no we, we got... 
We should have. Can you get fucking plugs with your phone? I don't fucking know what happened there. Can you see a vault? It just says Chris is recording the call. How long? And it says oh, two hours, weird. 26, 12. I mean, that's how long you and I have been talking. Does not Three hours. No, 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 no. No, it's just been recording the whole time we've been on the phone, but not recording, but it's timing the call, but the timing for the recorded session is quite strange. I don't know what's going on. It's throwing me off my <laughs> game. Time. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I get on, wasn't it the last episode I did that you had to do it twice? No. What happened last time was the uh, we lost your show because you know we we learned a valuable valuable lesson about um, uploading files to our pod podcast host, and that is they cannot be of the same name. And yours and Renee Vaz's um, show was the same file name because I was lazy, and then one overtook the other. Uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell, but, um, yeah, you were involved in, uh, in a massive fuck up there indirectly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I am king. I will, I will, I'm the king of everything. Legend That's of technology. Funny. Well, I'm actually waiting. I hope this is recording because I'm waiting for King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard to come on. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, not Wizard Lizard. Andy Colgram yeah. would be pissed off to hear you say that. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> He'll be right. I'm sure he's got thick skin. I mean, he was oh. a vegan at one stage, I'm pretty sure, so you'd have to have thick skin. I think he still is. Is he? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he's well, a, if he's a vegan, he won't fucking man up and come and punch me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can't because of bloody lockdowns, mate. Thank Christ for lockdowns. I reckon he can go. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, you could, um, be the, could be the first person in in the uh, known universe that's got beaten up by a vegan? Oh, good lord! Um, shit, that's a thought. <laughs> yeah, never My thought about thing. that. I don't think about. You obviously think about different things than I do. I have so a very lateral mind, unfortunately, which can be a real downer. Are we still going to talk about shit, or are we just going to take it easy? <laughs> What's up to Volts, mate? He's the uh, he's the captain tonight. Oh, come on, Volks. Voltron. I feel I feel Vox. like we need to, listen, Pip, I think I feel like we need another meaty and slightly controversial subject to, to, to go in. Look, we'll make it this our, our last one too, but let's make it a good one. Up to you. Yeah. Who am yeah, I gonna who am I gonna ostracize with this? Well, ostracize is one way to look at it. Another is, you know, maybe maybe someone um, could have their, their outlook. Uh, broadened if if they feel offended by it. I mean, it depends. It's up to you, and it's up to them. You know. You you paint me into a corner, or I'll hang up. Yeah, that's right. Let's go. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I thought you had the controversial subject. Uh, Volt. He was. Hey. See, that's what that's oh, what uh, Pip was saying. Yeah. That if you put me into a corner, he'll hang up. So he was waiting for you to yeah. lay the hammer down, mate. Sorry, I thought we were going with Pip. Pip had a list of things here he, he could talk about. Oh, a no, list of no, grievances. No, got it. We've done, ah, we've done, oh, accessories, politeness, social outlet. All right. Here's, here's yeah. one I like, I like to, I like yeah, to. When you're supposed to be hosting the fucking thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here's, Volts, come on, mate. Here's a question for you, mate. God. What do you Literary. see? Come on, as, Volts. If, if fly fishing is to continue to grow, 
name three things that immediately come to mind about uh, that that will help it grow faster and and uh, more sustainably. Good question. For fly fishing. Yeah, you know, I'm going to throw a few things out. You don't have to answer them. Um, affordability of tackle, quality of tackle, quality of advice, availability of materials to tie, availability of finished flies, um, communication. Um, uh, what about? Yeah, give me a and shit down. I can tell you <laughs> affordability. I can tell you affordability right now, and that's why I use them. Yeah. I. I... I use them because what I was doing for a while there, I was, I was scooting around the, the, the countryside. I won't do it again probably, but I was for a while scooting around the world fishing. Yep. And you know that fishing rods get broken. Yes. Yep. And for no other reason, I jumped onto TFO because they throw beautifully. Uh, Reddington. I used to use, of you, of, shit, there's, I've got one old eight-weight Reddington there. I've caught so many fish on. Yep. None of them are expensive rods. I don't, I don't, I've got five, six sages. Yep. Um, but the vast amount of stuff I have is Reddington. So when they get broken, they're still bloody expensive as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But they... I'm not going to tr- cry tears of blood that I've just broken three $1,000 rods. Yeah. I, that, you know, that's and a- that's the reality. They've got to be fish. A rod has to be a fishing rod. I built fishing rods. That's how I know Jack Erskine, Chris, mm-hmm. is I used to build, I was, a, I was a commercial rod builder for 25 years. Wow. Whether you knew mm-hmm. that or not. I've built gajillions of them. I've, I've still I've got old dudes ringing me up now. Are you still building rods? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that all they're asking no. for? Yeah. My eyes don't work. Hey, are you confusing <laughs> it with old dudes asking you to show them your rod? Or <laughs> so, so it's like, I mean, it's easy as an ex-rod builder to just, just hear what you want to hear. You know? I just, I just got a picture. Then Chris, you're at six. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just getting to the bottom they, of, this, they, of the of the of the facts, man. One, one, one or two, one or two. Actually, hang on. What's that, Philip? Hey, one of two courses of actions for you there, um, young Christopher. <laughs> uh, education or um, maybe counselling. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bill. Cool. Yeah. Right, yeah. Get Pip yeah. back. So grow, grow the industry, uh, Pip. Go. Hey? Grow get the industry, to, sir. Get back to growing fly fishing. Let's go. What do we what, need? Growing fly fishing. Well, it's, it's a still a mystery to me. I've seen it. Evan Wayne, Evan Wayne, Evan Wayne. Mm-hmm. Down of 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 devoted walls and tackle shops. I won't do it ever again when any tackle shop will work in. Um, devoting walls to fly fishing because it just stagnates and and their walls are worth money. I did it in Darwin and, and thankfully they gave me the the grace to do it. Um, I, it's it really does have me euchred of how it's getting heaps better, heaps and heaps better. I still won't do it in the tackle shop I'm in now. I've got flies, but I've got the essentials. What I don't understand is the lack of take-up in it. I think there's been a whole lot of um, shit in the last 15, 20 years, a whole lot of, I don't know, 
poo-poo, poshy dudes. Oh, you must, you've, you've got to cast correctly, and you've, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, there's a, the, the mysticism about flight, it's just the delivery system, for Christ's sakes. Right. Get that mysticism about it, and let dudes have a lash, and it's, that's that, um, oh, I don't want to do that because I'll be embarrassed. But I think there's been some leading lights in the whole gig that have um, not let that, mysticism go where you need to i well, know chris you've, you've you're a trained super duper caster i'm certainly not oh i'm not i'm i might be but i'm not part of the club that's for damn sure but but, but you know what i mean yeah. there was that, yeah that um i'd like to and i've thought about it a bit but i sort of think well it's so much fun why make it so technical and daunting just have yeah. a bloody go Grab the freaking thing. What I tell a lot of dudes in the shops, particularly down here now, because there's, there's a bit of interest in cod fishing on the fly, mm. they go, oh, it looks too technical. I said, if you can move a sprinkler from where you're sitting having a beer to one metre the other side of the, your yard, you can fly fish. Mm. <coughs> Just give it a lash. Just try it. It's not hard. It really is. But they're, um, all right, so we're talking about how to take it forward. Well, piss that off for a start. Just let people know that it's just, it's no different from cracking a whip or moving a sprinkler on the lawn. Or, or um, if you can play golf even, or uh, hit a tennis racket or fucking, you know. Funny well, that, I use, I use that analogy a lot, because where I'm, I am at the moment in the Golden Valley, there's a bunch of unbelievably good footballers. And, and a lot of places have good rugby players or golf players or tennis players. And that was one thing I was going to say. When you go and play golf with the boys, do you give a shit whether you fucking chank a shot? No. Why should you give a shit when you're chucking a fly rod? Mm-hmm. And that, that's a very interesting parallel. And, you know, when I hear that, I feel like, you know, maybe I'm slightly embarrassed. Maybe I've perpetuated, you know, some of this barrier to entry here. Some people might look at you, geez, you're, you know, you're a pompous wanker for carrying on about, you know, your, your cast or carrying on about, you know, the origins of a fly, for example. I'm just picking on that because we spoke about it tonight. You know, you, you wear funny clothes or expensive clothes. You know, it's almost like you have to wear a uniform and just shit like that. You know, sometimes I wonder if, you know, that holds people, you know, keeps people out, keep, keeps, limits participation a bit. Um, it, it does. I, 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 this the one thing I get all the time because I, I deal with blokes that soak body grubs and lumps of cheese and bits yeah. of chalk. And, but I might have been talking to the last bloody five best footy players in the area or golf players. They've got eye-hand coordination that would probably surpass mine and you don't want to have a go at chucking a fly rod. Right. Um, there's a, there's a, the funniest thing... Um, Volte is um, I people know that I like I like history and like looking at sh- stuff and I get all these old outdoors magazines and all this sort of stuff the content of fly fishing in magazines from the 70s was massive absolutely it really was quite large 60-70% of a magazine would be on fly fishing the threadbow or Jindabine or all this sort of stuff. 
And it's always spun me out why there hasn't been more uptake in now, modern day. I don't know. Whether it's a, oh. the, the future of the, I mean that that might be so. I mean here here is someone who lives in Queensland saying this, which you'll probably get poohooed from those who live in other areas. But the future is probably not in trout, you know, like the future is in nah. diversity, you know, like it's um I, and it's I that can tell you stories about that, but I can't do them online. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll say it. There's a you know I, I don't know. This is only this is only my opinion, but I would imagine. I mean, like I, I, I have nothing to do with trout in in my shop at all. I, I don't know anything about it. I don't sell about it. Um, but I noticed that the people that um that have been centered on trout in some of the other industries now are, are in in a coy fashion trying to diversify. And um, you know, like I, I might read on a on a website from someone who's specialised in trout selling like an eight o saltwater hook going. You know, I have a bit of a laugh about it. Like, you know, here's here's someone trying to tell you that this thing will this thing will catch anything, even sharks. You know, when you know, I, I doubt the dude's even caught a brim. You know, so I mean, like, obviously that person oh. recognizes that the future's in diversity. You know, sticking to that elitism, uh, uh, like it, like what Volt said is is putting up borders really. And it, elite, the only thing that's stuck that's stuck with elitism with fly fishing, from my I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not standing on the outside looking in. I'm sort of, yeah, you know, balls deep in the uh, in the industry, I suppose, because I make my living from it. But um, there's there's not much elitism in in the saltwater side of things. There's bitchiness uh, and infighting, but there's not elitism, you know. Nah, there's not. One thing that I'd noticed, I come down here, I did a talk for a local um, fly club here about cod and all, just just different fish. You know, I'm sitting over here, I'm looking at bass. And, Fucking Jewfish and Damon and Tigerfish and Peacock Bass and all that sort of stuff. And I was telling them all about that and they had a raffle and I'll give them some flies. And it was really, really funny. They're looking at the raffle prizes and I'll give them some flies. And I heard this comment that goes, Oh, jeez. They get really ugly when they get big, don't they, these flies? <laughs> and it was just, it was just in an interesting, well, Oh, mine, so I thought they were beautifully fucking tied. They could have been ugly dogs. But it just it was just an interesting thing to see. They used to see in the, that's like that regional expectation. I'm trying to get the local fly club here to do a, a cod comp to promote cod fishing because I can tell you right now, there's no, there isn't much future. Oh, well, I can't tell you. I won't say any more about that. Try to fuck. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing that might be, I don't know, I don't know. It's just, it's just this trying to dispel this, and I'll try to do my best about it. Dispel this whole feat of uh, posh, poshness about fishing, about mm. fly fishing, and it's really hard. It's really ingrained in some places. Yeah, I don't. I don't reckon I would have if like because that was my impression of fly fishing before I before I tried it. You know, uh, well before I started to see someone, you know, I, I didn't I didn't see anyone uh, like um diversify outside of trout for fuck a long time. It wasn't long after I saw that that I started to go, uh huh, yeah, right, that looks pretty interesting. I think you know things like brim and flathead and just like stuff that I was seeing in my streets and stuff like that. But leading up to that. 
Uh, it might be that regional thing, like you're saying. I don't. I've never lived anywhere. Well, I have lived oh. where there's trout. I used to live at Jindabyne, but it's um. But before I grew up in Queensland, there was never any. There was never even a possibility of catching trout, you know, at all. I think so maybe the, the inquisitive mind too. A lot of people aren't prepared to try different stuff. I don't know where I've told you this story. I'm just looking at this magazine thing. Um, the, my favourite, I love this, when people ask me about fly fishing. It just makes me laugh. I, I was about, oh, shit, 14, 13, 14, 12, 13, 14, around that age. And I said to me dad, I said, Dad, I'm going to do fly fishing. And he's looked at me like I fucking grew to another head. And he's gone, like, seriously, he looked at me sideways and he went, what, are you a poofter? <laughs> and then I said, no, it just looks like fun. <laughs> really? and, he goes, and then he looked at me, and no, seriously, this is going back in the 70s. And he's looked at me again and he's just, long silences, long silences from Dad aren't good. He's looked mm. at me get and he's gone, you know they're all weirdos, don't you? <laughs> and the only thing out of that that's proved true is, yep, they are all fucking weirdos. <laughs> yep. Well, pretty much. I'll stick my hand up here. I don't know that you'll probably have to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, I, re I reckon that's actually a pretty good point to, to, to end on. Not It might be confrontational for some people, Pip, but it's, it's worth it's worth us all being you know humble enough to think about you know um, particularly particularly in the vein of increasing participation in fly fishing by by you know either normalising us being weird or by by um, by us trying not to so, so more people get into it yeah so yeah, yeah just, you know. or or is that the beauty of it it's not for everyone who knows mate at least we can have these these discussions and think about it and maybe come up with some outcomes. Oh, oh, mate, more people that get into it, just give it a bloody go. It's a bit like a chili or kumquats or... Tankara. Easy. Yeah, just give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, Easy. Hey, <laughs> Pip, we're going to... We're going to have to wrap it up there, mate. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you for an hour and a half and a bit. And, uh, for that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Don't pretend you didn't enjoy this, Pip. Jesus <laughs> ah, Christ Almighty! I'm sending for my own teeth and talk to you, blokes. God, man, yeah. what a liar! Jesus, <laughs> you love yeah. it, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's all good. Anyway. Well, yeah, just put the check in the mail, thanks. Yeah, no worries, mate. It'd just, just be good if we got paid for this. We could pay our pay our guests. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the hope. That's the same thing. We we'll, if you <laughs> look basically if you're in the fishing gig to make money, don't do it. <laughs> yep. Christ Almighty! Yeah. No money in. No. All right, mate. All the right, best right, way to make it. it. I say best way to make a million dollars in the fishing industry is start with two million. Yeah. That old chestnut. But yeah, sorry, I'm continuing on. Let's wrap this puppy up. Go on. Woof, woof. Yep, hell yeah. <laughs> You're the first person to say that, Pip. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not.
Cool, looking forward to this. <laughs> just let me lead it, all right? You're right, eh, mate. No worries. You just lead ahead. <laughs> I totally trust you. There's nothing sus that's going to happen at all. Nothing. Nothing, nothing sus. Nothing sus. Nah. Stand up, kind of guy. Right, eh, mate, you're on. Hey, mate, good having uh, Pip on for a second time, wasn't it? It was great having Pip on for a second time, mate, and a third time, too. I don't know what happened to that recording, but it bugged out for a sec there. Hopefully, when you uh, when you when you edit it, it'll uh, it'll all be good. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, mate. So, what did you think about what Pip had to say? Uh, it was sort of thought provoking. Um, halfway through it, I thought, you know, maybe maybe there's a lot to well, there is a lot of ca- carry on in fly fishing that is sort of counterproductive to um, to people getting involved. Um, what did I think about him saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's probably right, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably guilty of that myself as well, really. Um, uh, you know, I, yeah, it's probably not, it's not a good thing, that's for sure, you know. But then, you know, like it's, it's good to have someone like, like Pip, like I said earlier in the, in the intro, who's been doing it for so long, who mm. takes the position. Of, of fostering those people that you know like I'm quite new to the sport compared to some people you know and yeah. um and and Pip if I was to if when I look man I know for, this is this has happened I can't tell you, I won't tell you the exact same exact situation because it's not important but I've done I've done things where I've made made a dick out of myself and um and I've removed them from the internet based on Pip's advice you know yeah. so things you know so like Pip takes the vision of going look you, you know that's that's not he fosters this stuff instead of reacts to it, you know. Um, and I've been on the receiving end of both scenarios, where um, you know I've 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 been on the receiving end of the of the antithesis of that, of that being someone who takes the position of fostering those who've come up um, later than them, as opposed to someone who might make the past all about them, so to speak. And I find that really admirable from Pip. Um, and like what he says there, I mean, he, he, he'll, it, it's right. Like it, it is ugly and it's, um, and I think that is probably detrimental to the future of the sport to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was being serious there, but I, I don't have the, the right answer myself because part of me was like, well, you know, yeah, on one hand it is great to get more people in, but you know, is, is it for the right, right reasons? You know, do we um do you want dare i say that is the right kind of people coming in um uh but you know that in itself is there's an air of exclusivity there so you know i i don't know maybe the the answer um and i'm thinking on my feet here i I don't have i don't have a contact uh you know a concrete answer for that one you know ready right now um but it sort of got me thinking about about it that's for sure and um you know I'm glad that you and I spend a lot of time, you know, um, make I don't say making ourselves, but making making information available. You know, presenting things so, so if people go looking for the information, um, you know, it's more readily available. Um, you know, particularly with the demise uh, of of print media, so like magazines and that, a lot of this stuff is harder and harder to find. Um, and it was never a stage with magazines unless you had the whole back catalogue where you could go and reference them. It's so much easier now in the digital age. Um, 
you know, to search what's available, find it, access it, you know, learn from it. Uh, so from that point of view, yeah, it's interesting. But I, I fear also, like, if those people might know much about PIP. So um, I know you'll you'll do a good job of putting the um, the preamble out on on the social media that PIP is a very widely experienced angler across a lot of areas across a lot of times he's fished with some of the big names he was he wasn't just having a casual flex when he you know he said he had flies there from dan blant and lefty cray you know graham white um you know no doubt he's got some more knowing pip he's such a humble dude he wouldn't he wouldn't sort of go out with it too much um but yeah he's he's been there and done that you can rest assured of that um you know his opinions are certainly qualified and they're ones that i deeply respect so having him on the show again was really cool I really enjoyed having him on there. Yeah, yeah. Pip, Pip is. Um, I don't know how to put this into words. Eh? Uh, he's he's quite the card. We'll put it that yep. way. Um, <laughs> I don't think most people know that about about Pip, but you're right. Very very experienced angler who's doing it. I don't even know how to put this in words correctly. I want to do it justice, but I want to I want to make it brief as well. Um, just 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 doing it for the right reasons you know yeah but, uh, i mean like i said earlier like uh you know like when someone when someone who's um yeah you know, like you said it's it, it it might be difficult for people to know because you'd have to research this about pip because he doesn't put himself out there as much as he probably could or as much as someone else who's probably done half the stuff as what he's done you know and you have to really find this and ask around but anytime that pip talks about himself like in, in a way that reveals his experience it's in a way, or it's in the context of, of, of advice or helping you, or, you know, this reminds me of a situation here. It's not, my name's Pip, and I've done this, and I've done more than you, you know? It's, there's none of that at all. Like, it, okay. am I making sense? You know? It's, uh, nobody, it's nobody leads with, you know, ever. Yeah, and that's what I, I fear that, you know, people might, once they might underappreciate him, they mightn't realize, you know, how, how much gravitas that he has and um you know humility is certainly uh is a um is a quality i very deeply respect and cherish in someone and he's got it in bucket loads man mm. um yeah so in a way um i hope pip listens to this when he when he uh if he listens to the he won't listen to this mate i guarantee you we'll be safe then eh? yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um maybe you want to describe what you saw on camera when we ended the show then no, no, don't do that. Um, <laughs> no, he's a legend, mate. And it's it's good to have people on like that and catalogue these guys in, in this form of like digital media, like you said. Uh, it's easy to digest. And I'm really glad that we've got him got him captured there, you know, really. As if there's a few shows like that from guys that don't self-promote. Um, I wouldn't say well. I've got no intent. I'm sure he could do whatever he wants to do well. Just got no intention to do that. Yeah. So I'm 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 pretty proud to put a to be part of a um of something that can showcase that for someone who's who's not got any interest in doing it themselves, just for other people. Really, you know, um, Pip wouldn't see this as, as us doing him a favour by telling his story. He would do this so that oh, he's ringing now. <laughs> just I'm gonna have to take it, mate. Just um, give me two secs. Yeah. Hey Pip, we're we're actually live on the podcast talking about you right now, mate. 
I'm just going to tell that Pip, I just said that to Pip, and he just said, you fucking weirdos. Okay, so just uh, <laughs> give you an idea. But, uh, mate, so is is it, mate, is, is um, you know, do you need, do you need something from Maccas or something? Is that what you're calling? <laughs> no, I don't have any nuggets, Pip. Sorry, mate. But, um, yeah. This is a first, man. I've never taken a phone call on a, on an international podcast before, but um, uh, never have. You're right. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll put you on. I got you on speaker, Pip. You there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Yep. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, bro. Um, I'm here. Are yep. you there? Yep. Yep. I'm here. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the answer is yes, Pip. Yep. I'm here. Oh. Fantastic. Hey, guys, it was so fantastic to bloody have a yak to you. Um, <laughs> please don't um, for in a, a negative. No, uh, we're thing. not, mate. We're, we're doing what you won't do and talking yourself up. No, well, there's no need to do that because there's not much about me to talk up. I'm... This is the first time we've had a guest come on to the outro and, and summar- summarise their... <laughs> Their own podcast with us. It's it's quite an interesting no, inception type concept. I'm actually not real good at what I do. That's why I take fuzzy photos and stuff so people can't see how bad they are. Yep. Oh, good idea, mate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> plus, it, plus, it points out that I would actually need a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> get that get that bag of rice happening, mate. You'll be right soon. I'll go put me phone in a bag of rice, as you suggested. Yeah. Yes, that's all cool. But no, I reckon it's bloody awesome. Um, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk shit with you, Mob. Yeah, mate, you're and, welcome. Um, anyone that's listening, you poor buggers, um, I hope you really, really enjoyed it. I have no idea what I actually said. That's all right, Pip. I was Pip. just bringing up, bring up to make sure I didn't make a deal of myself. No, you, mate, you, you did a good show, Pip. Sure. Mate, and, and, and the good thing is, we can recall it because we've recorded it. Uh, cool. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up now. Cool. And, um, yeah, peace and love, dude. That's the peace message, mate. Love. That's the message. Good stuff, Pip. Let the love in and just have a go. <laughs> yeah. That's the go. Good on you, Pip. He, 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 he can't hear you, Volts, but I'll tell him he said, good on you, Pip. That's what Volts said. Uh, I'll feel weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pip. We'll let you go, mate. Fairly well. And may the road rise with you. Yep. <laughs> Have a good life. Ta-da. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow or something, man. All right. All right. See you, dude. Bye. <laughs> I think what Pip's trying to say there is um, harness good, block bad. There you go. Mm. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, um... How do you feel about wrapping up here, mate? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's a good place to wrap up for sure. All right, all right. So um, that's two podcasts in a row where the guest uh, name started with P. Really? Plaid. <laughs> Plaid and Pip. Yeah, Plaid and Pip. Yeah. Yep. Both were flexible. Yep. Yeah. Flexible in their time as well. Yes. How good was that timing for Pip to ring up on the hour <laughs> recording the outro? I know. That's a very unique. Yeah. He's, he's a unique creature. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we did say we'd say nice stuff about him, and I think unique creature is about the nicest we can say right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
fucking legend, mate. I wish everyone everyone was like uh I wish more people I should say were were, were took a took a leaf out of Pip's book as far as uh, his interaction within the fly fishing or well, fishing community in general, really. It'd be great. I just I aspire to be more like Pip. He's fearless. <clears throat> and that's that's a cool cool thing. Mm. Yeah, that's a good thing. All right, man. Well, um, you got a you got a pelt to uh, wash, and um, yes. I've got to um, I've got to go out and do some donuts in the front yard to keep the neighbours all entertained. And um, mm. I will um, have to talk to you soon, I guess. All right. So, what are you going to sign off with, mate? I'm going to go with "Give it a go, Australia." I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say a shout out to Canungra. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> great, great Aussie town. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and death to lockdowns. Yeah, death to lockdowns. Yeah, right, catch you next week. Wear a mask. Don't be a jet ski rider. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the hell you believe in. All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah.